Before we uh, start today, I'm going to give a big shout out to Jake O'Connell, who's our newest VIP patron over on Patreon.com. If you don't know what that is, that's a way for uh, listeners to be able to support the show uh, financially um, and uh, help us uh, keep the lights on, help us keep growing, and uh, keep keep the show going. So um, if you're interested in that at all, check out Patreon.com slash Big Truth. Uh, there's four different levels of supporters. They each come with their own benefits and entitlements. Uh, so check it out, patreon.com slash big truth. Now, if uh, you need some motorcycle parts or some gear or um, especially for your old like Japanese motorcycle, uh, you really need to check out oldbikebond.com. Um, they, uh, you know, been around for a long time. Bear is a fucking great dude. Uh, they uh, have whatever you need for your old Japanese bike or your Harley Chopper or Bobber or Stalker or Cafe Racer, whatever, man. They even got it broken up by those parts, and they got their own line of uh, leather uh, gear all made in the USA and their own line of knives and whatnot. So check them out, oldbikebarn.com, on Instagram, at oldbikebarn. And... If you happen to be in the unfortunate situation where you find yourself in a motorcycle accident, you need to check out LawTigers.com. Um, they are a motorcycle uh, accident law firm founded for riders by riders. Hope you never need to use that sponsor, but if if, it, uh, if you find yourself in that situation, then you need to check them out. Um, go to uh, LawTigers.com, or if uh, you're on Facebook, go to Law Tigers. Uh, just type in the search to Law Tigers plus your state. So if you live in Massachusetts, you type in Law Tigers, Massachusetts, and the local regional office uh, will get popped up, and then uh, you can uh, contact them directly. Um, and, you know, it's hot. It's warm, nice, warm, fucking beautiful Sunday here in Massachusetts. You can feel the warmth coming in. Uh, the humidity hasn't hit yet, but it's on the horizon. And when that does, you know what's going to happen, man. Those nether regions, you know what I mean? That grundle, that taint, that fucking hanging slab of meat between your fucking legs is going to turn into a swamp, a fucking infested swamp. So what you got to do is check out manscaped.com. They have a razor, which is called the Lawnmower 3.0. It's a specially crafted razor with uh, these uh, special ceramic blades that helps you uh, comfortably shave those nether regions, deforest that area. It's You want to deforest that area. You don't want to deforest the Amazon, but that's that, that little fucking mini microcosm Amazon you got grown between your legs, fucking clean that shit up. No one wants to deal with it. You don't want to deal with it. You're going to be all grumpy and pissed off. Legs going to be all chafed and fucking whatnot. Your fucking chick, your dude or whatever is going to be all pissed off at you because it's going to be all gross. So go to manscaped.com and uh, get that uh, razor. Um, you can go go to town down there and you uh, will not nick or scrape or cut or anything unless you go full fucking force, which, you know, you should never do down there. Um and if you use the promo code Big Truth at checkout, you get 20% off your order and free shipping. They got all kinds of other elixirs and fucking doodads and whatnot, all for your genital health. So you can check them out, manscaped.com. Use the promo code Big Truth at checkout. You get 20% off your order and free shipping. Now, if you're in the market for some CBD, which is legal in every state, um, 
there's a lot of options out there. Like, especially the last year or two, there's fucking CBD companies all over the place. Go to your local bodega or a fucking convenience store, and there's probably 10 different things lined up. And it's hard to tell what's garbage and what's good. But I can tell you, you need to check out Crater Lake Clear because their shit is 100% legit. Whether you got uh, anxiety or trouble sleeping or fucking uh, inflammation issues from an injury, uh, go to Crater Lake Clear at CraterLakeClear.com and get their CBD oil. They have all different kinds of uh, strengths and flavors and whatnot. All legit, all fucking made from the best stuff. No garbage, no mess, no fuss. Check them out, CraterLakeClear.com. Um, and if you use the promo code Big Truth at checkout there, you get a percentage off your order. I believe it's 20% off your order there as well. Um, while we're talking about 20% off your order, you need to check out Amerta. Uh, Mia.com or Mia on Instagram, which is O-M-E-R-T-A-M-I-A, lifestyle and clothing company uh, run by two of my good friends, and it's the most legit one on the market. I can tell you that with absolute fucking certainty. So uh, check them out, omertamia.com. If you use the promo code Big Truth at checkout, you get 20% off your order there, right? So just throwing 20s around all over the fucking place. Um but yeah, f- but for real, like, you know, whether you need a scarf, you need hoodies, you need jackets, you need a fucking shirt, whatever, check out amertamia.com. Best designs going. Um, and, you know what I mean? Just totally legit shit. So uh, I can't even say enough. Now, if you're into like weird and rad fucking bizarre shit, like you like, you like reading about or watching documentaries on serial killers or you like stone or doom metal or fucking punk hardcore. You like, you're very antisocial. You like collecting street weaponry. You're into the occult, some fucking weird shit. You know, you like psychedelia, fucking, or you know, any 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 weird, bizarre, you know, arcane shit. You need to check out my man Zach Doom's company called Heavy, and uh, you can find them at Heavy Clothing on uh, Instagram or Heavy dot dot com. Uh, they got. You know, whatever, you know, they got all kinds of rad designs, um, you know, apparel. They have a, some antisocial nefarious wares that you can also pick up. Uh, but, yeah, make sure you check out heavy.bigcartel.com or uh, Heavy Clothing on Instagram. If you are into motorcycling and building bikes or riding bikes, anything, you got any interest at all in bikes, you need to check out chopcult.com. They're the biggest information clearinghouse and fucking... Um, message board out there for motorcycle riders and enthusiasts uh they got a a huge online message board it's broken up by topics so it makes it easier to find you know more information about what you're interested in or talk shit with people about what you're interested in uh they got a classified section where you can buy sell barter parts they got an online um kind of a area where you can go check out uh, events page where you can check out motorcycle related events happening all across the country and all across the world. Uh, the uh, uh, email digest where they'll just send you th- stuff each week if you want. Um, and everything is absolutely free. They don't charge nothing. They don't want your credit card to sign up, any of that stuff. So check them out, chopcult.com and on all the social medias, simply at chopcult. Pitchfork NY. Uh, dot com my my man Warren and company they uh my brother's got a um 
a clothing company, but also a record label called Pitchfork. If you're into punk and hardcore and metal, you know, you've seen these guys, um, or you've seen your favorite artists wearing their shit. So check them out, pitchforkny.com. Uh, 100% legit. And uh, they, they, they got clothing. They also have a record label. They're doing a new New York hardcore uh, compilation uh, LP. Uh, I think pre-orders are up for that right now, so uh, make sure you go check that out, pitchforkny.com, and on Instagram at pitchforkny. And if you're still listening to this and you're, uh, you want to support you, you know the, the, what I do, you can check out chopahead.com, our, uh, our uh, motorcycle shop. It's a full-service brick-and-mortar motorcycle shop. We're not a little fucking uh, company that rents a uh, storage unit space and fucking sells other people's shit out of a storage unit, you know, where it's, it's a fucking legit shop. So you can come in. Uh, anything you need, whether you need an oil change or a full fucking motor rebuild or a full custom chopper built or anything in between, we do it here. Um, and then we also have a showroom with a parts counter so you can come in. Um, uh, you know, you want a helmet, you can come in and check shit out, try shit on. You don't have to roll the dice online and figure out what your size is. You can come here and actually try shit on. I carry Biltwell, I carry Simpson helmets, I carry Bell, you know what I mean? And uh, we got our own line of apparel. Um, if you're not local in New England and you can't get by here, you can always go to chopahead.com. Uh, we pretty much set up with every parts company there is. So if you don't see it on our website, because we're not, we're more of a real shop than we are an online presence, uh, you can always feel free to give us a call. Because if we don't have it on the, sh the, uh, the web store, uh, that doesn't mean we don't have it or can't get it or can't make it. So whatever you need, motorcycle related, hit us up, chopahead.com. It's C-H-O-P-P-A-H-E-A-D. Uh, if you are in New England, stop by. We're on 13 County Road, East Freetown, Massachusetts. We're open Monday to Saturday. Um, and yeah, that's about it. Uh, for more information on the podcast, go check out bigtruthpodcast.com. Got every episode up there. Um, and as always, please if you like this podcast, wherever you're listening to it, whether it's on Apple or Spotify or Android, uh, YouTube, wherever you're listening to this, please hit like and subscribe, uh, leave a review, whether you just leave stars or you leave a written review, that all helps us get kind of matriculated through the algorithm more so we get more out there and exposed to more people that might not know it. So that really helps a lot. Uh, again, all you listen is I, uh, from the bottom of my heart, infinite gratitude. And without further ado, let's get into today's episode right now. Yes, once again, we got liftoff. I want to thank you for tuning into this episode of the Big Truth Podcast. And uh, I'm stoked to have my man Wino here with me. He's uh, he's on the road right now traveling to Austin. But uh, uh, so if you if it gets a weird connection, that's all. And we'll we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get him right back on. But, uh, you know, you might know Wino from, you know, some little band's name like St. Vitus or The Obsessed or fucking uh, Jesus Christ, dude. Spirit Caravan. There's a million of them. Uh, fucking Hidden Hand. Fucking this guy's got a... a, a a resume, you know what I mean? A rap sheet, fucking 
pages and pages and pages long, man. So uh, stoked to have you on today, man. Been looking forward to talking to you for a while. How's it going, dude? It's um, so great, and I'm glad, glad to talk to you. I really am. Yeah, man. So so you, you're uh, – you're uh, on the on on route right now on the highway systems of traveling through the country uh, and uh how how's it looking out there man like um, it's looking like fucking america is fucking beautiful in every fucking way you know the terrain changes and it's still fucking beautiful uh so far it's easy traveling i haven't seen uh, uh there's haven't seen any weird shit well you got you know there's 5g everywhere and i think that's like well that's physics at an unreal rate but you know, uh, I haven't seen too many chemtrails. A little bit yesterday, but uh, not many pigs. You know, you know, I can't complain. <laughs> yeah. Well, hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. Where, where, where are you at now? We are in North Carolina, and basically, we drove. Uh, we drove from uh, the Catskills in the, up in New York to Maryland, where my kids are, and I also have a room there. That's where the band, the Obsessed Rehearsal, and so uh, we drove there, stayed the night, and then. We drove all day yesterday, most into the night to, uh, you know, uh, middle of North Carolina. We stayed in North Carolina. And now we're headed to uh, Atlanta to see my mother. And then after we see my mother to Atlanta, uh, that's going to be today, actually. Tonight, we're going headed to fucking Tejas, baby. And that is one of my all-time favorite places. Yeah. And it just so happens to be where uh, my dream bike uh, is now assembled. Uh, yeah, yeah. I saw Matt yeah. post a picture of that thing. I was like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm so glad he's coming on now because that's before we even talk about music, that's what I want to talk about. You're fucking illustrious panhead, dude. That that fucking oh. thing's beautiful, dude. Yeah, thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. I'd, I'd love to talk about it. Initially, you know, I bought the bike in Maryland from my motorcycle guru at the time. Uh, this cat is a little bit older than me. He had a bunch of bikes, you know. I mean, this first guy that has a VL. You know, he's had an Indian girder. He's got an Indian girder on his knucklehead chopper. Badass. You know, he's got the, uh, the tinker repeat with the stash, the donut, and the tools in the side. You know, the tinker repeat with the stash in it. Yeah. And this dude is like, kind of like my mentor, you know? The only thing about him is that he likes those bikes where they don't sit level, man. I something about a chopper, man. I like my bike sitting level, even if it's got a long front end, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of guys that like like to uh, put long front ends but not rake them so you're kind of sitting back a little bit. But you want to be you, – you, It's an interesting look, you yeah. know? It is an I know, I know that's kind of traditional in a way, but uh, if I'm going to do that, man, I'm going to go race. Like the next bike I'm going to build, I think it's going to be, it's going to have a, uh, it's going to have a little bit of stretch. Yeah. It's going to have a little bit of stretch up, you know, and it's going to have you know proper rake to trail with that stretch. Yeah. Because uh, I like, I like that look of a little bit stretched up. You know, I, I do, I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure, for sure. But I know you're talking about like I like to kind of sit level too. So I, if I have a long bike, I want the rake right so that the the rake and trail right so that the so the bike oh, is still yeah. sitting level. Um, or I just like a short bike, like a like a rigid with like a like a, a stock length Springer on it. I think is always like a a good look to me. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I had another rolling chassis that I actually bequeathed to my drummer. Um, it wasn't a, it wasn't a tire motorcycle, but the uh, uh, the engine and the transmission were question, of questionable um, origin. Yeah. <laughs> so I sold that. I sold that. I sold that to you. Basically, it's pretty pretty beautiful. It's two over. It's got a two over wide ride, and it's got the uh, you know the one and a half inch eighth that are built into the riser. Yeah. And uh, you know, I bequeathed it to my drummer, who's a short guy. He, he thought it was going to be out too much. He sat down and it fits it fucking perfectly. So you know, but yeah. My particular bike now, you know, I've got a coffin tank, and I love that tank. Old school square coffin, but I know they don't hold much gas, you know what I mean? That's 
The only thing about a chopper usually is if you want to put a big tank on there, it looks like shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. But also, you know, I mean, I, I'm a little bit behind you, but you know, sometimes on a rigid chopper, it's all right. You don't want you don't want to have a hundred gallons of gas on there. You need to get up and stretch and fucking walk around a little bit after, right. after hitting the, riding the rigid for a little bit. You know what I mean? Like it feels good to get uh, up like sixty miles, seventy miles, get off that thing, stand up for a minute. You know? Um, yeah. The funny thing about that place, you know, because I got long hair, is you know, I'll be riding to like I'll be riding to like let's say you know, city bike or whatever. Maryland. And I'll be getting passed, like I'm standing still by these books and you know, six feet hard and stuff. Yeah. But like, this is the festival, part of everybody crowds me, Oh my god, I hang you some bike just like oh man, my hair used to be as long as yours, blah blah blah. And then on the way out, who's broke down? <laughs> yep. It's me. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So you know, you, this is what I like. I mean, you know, uh uh it was really cool. Uh some years ago, Chopper Dave uh, put a couple of pictures of St. Vitus and then me and my bike we're trying to do that uh, take a picture of my bike when I just finished it the first time in Maryland that was really great to be in the back page of the dice man that, that was like fucking that was oh, really no, absolutely yeah. Dave's a good friend of mine man and he knows music like that's that's the best thing about the like our worlds right now is that like there's such like an overlap between like like the punk and metal and hardcore scenes and, and and motorcycles like because to me it's the next progression of that shit like it's all like loud dangerous fucking anti-social shit you know so it was like a, a natural progression to be in the both for me you know what i mean and and uh it seems yep. like that way with a lot of dudes like a lot like when i first got into bikes it was still like a lot of the old like Old, we call them graybeards. Now I'm becoming a graybeard slowly. You so know I'm what I mean? I'm a fucking graybeard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was like the graybeards that were in the bikes when I got into it. You know, they were like still more like like the Rolling Stones type dudes. You know what I mean? And and yeah. you know like the old school guys. And and now like you know a lot of the, the everyone I meet on a motorcycle like we like you know everyone knows like Saint Vitus or like even you know fucking whatever. You know what I mean? Like everyone yep. like listens Thanks, to like some dude, kind of yeah. music. You know some some kind of like uh, you know underground music. So uh, it's it's yeah it's the universal language, man. It absolutely. Really is, yeah, I mean you that's know? the perfect I, way to say it right there. Universal language, absolutely. I mean, it, you know, and luckily you know, I've been fortunate enough to be able to travel the world, and you know, I've had plenty of thank Vitus for that. The too, but you know, Vitus was really the band that uh, was my biggest band. The band that took me to you know most places, farthest. But um, you know, I could be anywhere in the world, like anywhere. Fucking, you'd be walking out street in fucking Paris. I had to be in like Bumpfuck, Florida, you know, and somebody usually says, Hey man, fucking love your shit. I mean, that's, that's my reward right there. That is my reward. I mean, yeah. it's never going to be sacks of gold on the table like mom wants to see. It's going to be the fact that somebody calls me, Hey man, you know, you, you changed my life. That is really the reward. And I realized that a while back, you know, I mean, of course, everybody needs money, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I'm weird about. I'm kind of weird that way. I'm kind of like uh, get it off me quick. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but dude, dude, like just to kind of like just to to, to like play off of what you're saying, dude. It, it's funny that I'm talking to you because, um, like I got into like you know like like the punk like when I was a kid, you know, I I grew up on metal, like you know, because that's you know when I was a kid, like 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 Kiss and Black Sabbath, shit like that. And then when I right. got into middle school, I started finding like skateboarding and punk rock and hardcore shit, and like you know, in the mid '80s, it wasn't 
you know, it's not like there was no internet. So like, it was harder to find about, find out about shit, you know? Yeah, so my, my, my introduction to St. Vitus is when I was probably 13 or 14, like 85, 86. And I bought that record just cause like I was just getting into shit, uh, like yeah. into punk and <laughs> don't take this the wrong way, but like, this is like me in 85, 86. I was so like in the black flag and shit like that, but I didn't know too much about punk yet because it was hard to find out. I was a kid. I wasn't, you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. You bought like, it because it was on SST, right? Absolutely. I bought it because it was yeah. on SST and I was like, wait, what the fuck is this? Sounds like Black Sabbath. I thought it was going to be like punk. <laughs> right, 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 right. But I, but I so, saved that record. It was the second record, the second record with it, get the picture with, with everyone like on the cover. And I, I still got it from like, because I never got rid of it. You know what I mean? And it was just like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that was So like that must yeah. have been crazy for you guys, man, because like, you know, rolling around like, you know, people might not have been as ready for that, you know, back then. Like, you know, yeah. like well, check it out, check it out. I joined the I joined the band. Uh the first singer uh, the first singer that now is the singer now again, but he was in the band at first. He was like he did uh the black record was the first record, he did Hallows with them and they he did the white stallion GP. So he was the first singer and then I replaced him right after those dudes had done those long black flag tours. Yeah. So all about it, man. As a matter of fact, the singer told me recently that, uh, because, you know, maybe he had long. Well, actually, because of the original singer, it's why I ended up joining by this. Because he got oil spotted by accident uh, in Roanoke, you know, with Vitus and Savage with uh, that band, The Brood. The Brood was, uh, I think, Amy was the drummer for uh, Suicidal, I think. Okay. Or no mercy. One of my years fans, the drummer, Amy, had this other yeah. band called The Bird. The Bird. Yeah. Yeah. One of those Ven Venice, Venice area bands there, yeah. Yeah, I think they were as a scene. Well, however they were, they were on uh, Vitus on the bill, uh, was on the tour. The Vitus, like, uh, they were headed, headed towards Baltimore. That's the last time the ground back then. Well, not Baltimore, but Maryland. And uh, basically, in those days, of course, there's pay phones. And the way Vitus traveled is like a TV drive low. I was two weeks driving, right side down. Then the gear was all the way from them back, and had a little tiny loft built up to the top of the street. He couldn't even stand up or sit up. He just lay there like it was all off. So basically, uh, David pulled in to make a phone call late at night. Scotty got out to take a kid. David didn't know he left. Got back in the fucking van. and drove all the way to fucking Maryland from Rona, which, you know, I got to like this three and a half, you know, four hours or something like that. Yeah. So, you know, they managed triangulate Scotty after we got half by the fucking Virginia cops with this long like Goldilocks hair and all this shit <laughs> barefoot you know nothing he just got out of the idea and um, they probably got back together but they missed up on the show because of all that value but they stayed in the front of my staff and this dude is the dude who turned them on to the effect okay? now Scott Riegers already knew he was going to leave the band of singer so when they came back through they played DC I went down there there's like five people there and we were like running fans, and then, you know, they didn't have any money or nothing. I remember giving money out of my pocket, you know, so they could get to the next city. And that's when the singer asked me if I would replace it. Mm. And I said, that what I'd love to do is, but uh, the leader of the band was an Indian. Sandler said that I looked like a, quote, bag, unquote. Because at that <laughs> time, I had a pineapple haircut. I had a pineapple haircut. I told him, you know, it's just a phase, brother. It's just a phase. <laughs> 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 and it was just a phase. I mean, you know, we used to wear... And going to fucking, you know, pagan tent parties. It's like, no one gave us any shit, or else we just have to fight our way out or get beat down. I mean, we didn't give a fuck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but it was, it was just amazing fucking, you know, eventually, 
I muscled my way in pretty much because David was like not really that psyched about me getting the band, but everybody else was. And then one day I just said, I'm going to be California, so I just joining that motherfucking band. Yeah, man. Yeah, that was just <laughs> Yeah, no, no, that's that's crazy rundown, man. But yeah, you know, and I, and I kind of I missed the days when, you know, like cuz in the I guess in the late 80s it, it always seemed like shows were a little more mixed. Like you might have a punk band, a hardcore band, a metal oh, yeah. band and yeah. and that was cool because it always exposed cuz it just wasn't enough of us doing shit. So yeah, like but they, it wasn't very cool at the beginning not at all. That's oh, that's, yeah. that's that's what I was getting to. I, I forgot my story. But yeah, it was really hot. They were really hot though, like I missed that though. Yeah, like, I joined the band like right after that. You know, when Vitus with Scotty toured with Vlad. Yeah, and uh, Vlad was at their peak. You know, and like sure. the crowd, it was it was literally divided, especially in places like San Francisco yeah. or in you know some of the Chicago, some of the bigger cities. It was literally like there was a heavy, heavy skinhead presence. Oh yeah, uh, there. You know, even they were they didn't like anybody, but they especially didn't like us. But you know, they really. Uh, I've got a bunch of stories I could tell you about those days. But, we were playing, like, we'd always get stuck, because we were on our team, we'd always get the call, hey, man, somebody drop up the field, you play with Agnostic Front in San Francisco at the bottom of the hill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, heard about, I heard about, like, you guys playing with Agnostic <laughs> Front. Like, Roger's, uh, Roger and Vinny are brothers, like, to me, like, you know, and uh, I've heard about that before. <laughs> it's fucking... Well, here's what, you know, they didn't, they didn't dig it, you know, they didn't like it, but they treated us fine. And, and I asked them, Vinny Stigma showed up, and uh, they were using a rental deal, and there's two 50-watt heads there, really nice heads. And uh, he like took me shot. He goes, "Hey man, how do you hook these two things together?" And I showed Stigma how to fucking link two heads together. And I was proud to do that, man. I was, <laughs> I was proud to fucking do that, man. Oh fuck yeah! But you know what? You know what I feel like though. Like you know, like Vitus. Like you know. I think you guys did. I don't know. I felt like it had to be this way because like Black Flag was so punk. Then you know. They put, you know, Vitus is on SST. They tour together. Then all of a sudden, Vitus, then all of a sudden, Black Flag started turning fucking, you know, they put out Process of Weeding Out and shit like that. Like, you, you, yeah. guys, you guys probably influenced Black Flag and fucking changed them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's quite possible. I mean, Dukowski and, uh, and Ian are the ones who, like, scouted uh, Vitus. They thought that it would be cool. And I think it's pretty forward thinking on their part. Yeah. They thought it would be cool to get a band like Vitus on the label to kind of start to make it, uh, Diversify, it, you know. Sure, sure, absolutely. I thought that was—I think that was—that was pretty good. But I'll tell you something right now. Invited all the way up to the last day, I was in the band. We always considered ourselves a fucking punk band. Yeah. In attitude, in attitude. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Always. No. You know, we just, like you know, we do small ways. The crowd's rushing. You got to be the singer. You got to throw a few robots. That's my fucking thing, you know. Yeah. And uh. You know, David gets out the crowd, you know, get out of the crowd like every night. Every night out the crowd with you know, doing the portrait late thing and getting all pervy with the kids. You know, all that kind of shit was guitar. So, I mean, we always did a punk band. And there's been a couple times when we just had the full rent. Like, and we played Norway. The last time I played Norway, well, yeah, so I didn't make the last time. But we played Norway at the festival in Toronto. And uh, for some reason, like, uh, the promoter just decided to, like, cut us. It was, like, it was the last night of the whole festival. It's all punk. I thought we were going to be like shunned, really. Dude, when it came time to play, I walked in the room and there's like a fucking thousand people packed in there waiting to be invited. And the dude had told us we were going to do half an hour. We were like freaking out. He was like, what's the bug, man? And, you know, the laboratory was cool. We had no thing outside of that. So I was at a set list that we were going to do. And I walked out of the, the crowd and I said, this is what we're going to play tonight. And everybody was like, like, this is what we're going to play now. And I tore the other half off. And the dude, the motor came down and he's like, 
Fuck yeah. So, you know, <laughs> what's going on? Like, um, what do you got going on? I know it's tough right now. And it, and it sounds like, you know, uh, you know, being in a quote unquote pandemic hasn't stopped you from traveling around, even though you might not be able to tour bands. What's going on musically? Are you doing anything more like uh, what's yeah, going on with like obsessed and stuff like weirdly enough, man, it's really enough. You're going to be the first person here that starts the band because I just must, uh, worked something out last night. Basically, we're going to do. We're gonna the obsessed is gonna do two new records uh, for Ripple. We got a two record deal, and it's a fucking stunning, beautiful thing. And Todd Ripple uh, has turned out to be one of my personal heroes. I mean, uh, but I did the two records forever gone. You know, that's right when the pandemic hit, and it's right when that record plant burned up too. The pre, uh, the factory place burned up. Everybody's in the panic. The Todd Todd says, "Dude, we're going through with the record. We're going through with the same release date. I don't give a fuck." You know what, man? That's why you fucking I got loyalty that motherfucker because uh, that was really nice. But yeah, two records with Ripple, and you can announce that the record, the first record, is going to be called uh, "Designed to Divide." Nice. I can see where yeah, that's I going. I can, I can see where that's going. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's going to be there's a couple of real heavy songs on there. It's probably going to be some of the heavy stuff I've ever written. It's uh, called Plague Spring. Uh, there's also going to be you know some total. Gonna be some normal, uh, uh, you know, hope rock in there too. So just the obsessed. I mean, I never considered the obsessed really a doom band all the way. You know, it's yeah. like Buddies is a doom band. You know, there's some hope in there. I think with the obsessed, and, and that's good, man. Because you know, I was born on, I was born in 1960, so it's like, uh, you know, Johnny Winter, Frank Marino, Zappa. You know, yeah. How well, old are you anyway? Me, I'm 49. I'm 49. Right. You, you've seen it, man. You've seen it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I caught the tail end of some stuff. I didn't see, like, the first wave of some stuff that I wish I did, but, you know, I, I caught the tail end of the first wave of shit and fucking... Yeah. Because been, 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 I got into shit as a kid. I was lucky enough to just, I don't know, it just I found it and it resonated with me early on, and uh, and I, I just never left it, you know what I mean? And it, it, it built a life around this shit, you know? Uh, not, yeah, that's cool. Wait, yeah, 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 sorry about that. Oh yeah, no, no, not in the same way, like not as a touring band, but as like a bike guy and and you know shit like that, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. But, I was home. I got. I had that motorcycle Jones on before I was playing a professional band. It's like it's really crazy, but I did something about it. I think when I was really little, uh, uh, my grandfather was alive, and he had a uh, he had this little VW convertible, and uh, he would take me to uh, 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 Castle. Uh, what's the uh, White Castle? Yeah, White Castle. We get to get those burgers, you know. So one of those days we did that, and all of a sudden we're sitting at a uh, red light off of this whole fucking motorcycle club. This is Columbus, Ohio. So they were down there doing shopping, man. They all pulled all around us, and I said, "Boy, I'll grab my little And he's looking up. And they're like looking for a helicopter, you know. <laughs> but, but that was that was my fucking. When that happened, I think it was a turning point. Ever since then, I love. Uh, choppers, you know. And so one day I was driving down the street when I was a little bit older, I guess I was 17, and I saw this dark DSA lightning yeah. came out of the rain. It was for sale. Dude says, Yeah, it sees, you know. Uh, and he only wanted 400 bucks for it. And my buddy, who's like pretty much the best, you know, the best mechanic I know, one of my oldest friends, he says, Get it, get it. I know it's wrong. So I paid, I think it was 250. I paid 250 for the stock DSA, you know, it had the crucible tub, the oil and frame, yep. you know. And it wasn't really my style. And he, and he said, I know he took it off his pad. We unbolted the fence. He put the engine on the fence. He took the head off. 
talked about the cover off, and he said, just as I thought, the, the condensation from sitting had formed a little bit of rust along the top of the ring. He put some gasoline in there, said, let's leave it overnight. Went back the next day, fucking kicked the kitchen right through. He said, you're going to need rings, and, and you're going to have to hang them piston. And he goes, and then he goes, you better be careful. This thing's got a rifle cam in it. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, I threw I the oil and frame for a rigid frame with a, with a bolt-on hardtail. Yeah. And it's hard. It was really hard to put it for him. Like, uh, for that frame, the frame had like a 60 nit, but I finally found a, a fucking tube, PSA tube that would work for that, you know, neck, because I think they were still ball back then. And um, so got that together, took all the paint down, painted it myself, octagonal oil tank and whatnot. And, you know, I wasn't the best and the most knowledgeable at the time, but I'll tell you, my first ride, okay? Fuck yeah. It had a hand, it had a hand, my first ride, was at the top of the steep hill, his house had this one hill that went down, and then there was another hill, so you couldn't see who was at the bottom of the road. Man, and I jumped that fucking hill for the very first time, no one around but me. And I was hauling like a bat, bat in the hell going as a job. And all of a sudden, I was face to face with the Pepco guys on top, working on the gas or something. Uh, I, do, I saw that dude, that dude saw me coming over that hill. His eyes got like, like a sticky saucer and so did mine. And <laughs> I didn't know you had to lean or nothing. I just really leaned out of it, pushed him, and I was off down the road. I was as small as I was almost hitting the mailbox to follow me. Like, well, I got to lean like a motherfucker this long time. <laughs> you know? But it was only six over two, you know? And I've never ridden a motorbike since except uh, some kind of chopper. Yeah, yeah. Well, fuck yeah, man. And it's like, uh, would you say that was a 71 Lightning? Uh, 72. 72, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, those oil and frame British bikes fucking... They handle beautifully stock, but I, I've, I've never been a fan of the like just the way those frames look. You know what I mean? And, and I know, I know. BSA, yeah, I, I totally agree with you. And, you know, a BSA though top, I think looks cooler than a car because it's got you know, the smooth uh, rock spot. You know? Yeah, we used to call those uh, <laughs> those motors the power eggs because they were like so rounded. The, the motors, like you know what I mean? They're, they're yeah, on the power eggs, like. Um, but yeah, man, we used to do uh, here. We used to do a ton of uh, Triumph and. Uh, a couple of BSAs, but mostly Triumph stuff, man. If you if next, you know, when when you're out on the road again and you're coming through Massachusetts, I have you come by. I got some historical, like old vintage British uh, choppers here and stuff. And, and, cool, and a bunch dude. Of I, I looked at your stuff, man. I looked at the bikes, you know, they're on, on your your splash page. Uh, yeah, I was really doing some nice shit. You know? I mean, I did two minute Triumphs, and uh, uh, especially the ones that like, if I'm not mistaken, I know. But the Honda, the really old Hondas went down to like what looks kind of like an AM Savior frame, but it almost looks rigid. They got a little shock. Did it the early time? You didn't see that too. They, they weren't quite rigid. They had a little shock there, didn't they? Like a, like a fucking AM Savior frame, kind of sort of. What, 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 oh, like what, like the like the rear shocks there, like the Amon Savior style? Like the real old, like, Triumphs. Didn't they have like a tiny little shock there? Where it, it has like the lines of the hardtail, but there's actually like a little shot, like. Sort of like an old Honda or, you know, oh, like yeah. the AM. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the Amen Crazier frames, you know, like you see in the old Easy Riders, which is like, it basically was a really frame, but it had a small little shock back there. So you got the line. So you sort of, I guess I guess they work pretty good. I talked to somebody who had one uh, for a trial recently. He still it. I don't know. I still might try to wrangle that bike. Yeah. <laughs> I, I. You know what? Like, it's weird. Like, with those Amen Savior frames, like, I... 
I know they they made a lot of like a lot of dudes with Hondas uh, like in uh, in Triumphs and stuff used to run those. Um, but a, a lot of all of them I ever saw like they ended up getting slugged. I guess they the, those springs might have worn out quick or something. I, I've never I've I've ridden them like, but I've never owned one, so I've only taken them for quick rides and stuff like customer okay, bikes yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, you know I've heard from people that have had them that they, they end up like slugging them so they get a little more rigid because like it, it I guess it can be a little squirrely on turns. But I, I don't nice. know. I don't know. You told me that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know from personal <laughs> experience, but just from uh, secondhand accounts, you know. But like, uh, yeah, I didn't have any for any significant time i've just kind of rolled them up and down well, the street. tell you what that's what i need i need to hear because you know that's the same thing when everybody was really psyched up on chrome molly like everybody was doing these chrome molly front ends and it turns out that chrome molly uh once welded it got extremely weak and it was cracked like right near the weld so chrome molly like if you look like you got i'm doing all this like i have like six late 60s and 70s like street copper hot bikes from yeah. way 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 back in the day and you know you see the ads in there for like old companies like Cheetah making the crazy teeth and uh shit like you know, you know the, yeah. the triangular headlights and all that yeah shit. Aris and A- you, AEE choppers and shit like yeah, that yeah that's right that's right AE that's right so yeah. you'll see the chrome molly everybody was like trying to sell that as like the you know the best front end material well it turned out to be the worst and also mm-hmm. there's adjustable rake yeah and there's adjustable rake front ends with our death traps you know. So yeah. I guess people learn, you know. Yeah, people yeah. learn. Like people used to, <laughs> people used to slug front ends to extend them, and you know what I mean. The, people did all kinds yeah. of wacky shit. That's why, like, we ever get old bikes, and like, you know, we we make sure we go through them. And and if I buy an old frame, I definitely chip that bondo off to look at what's going on under there because people oh, did yeah. some fucking sketchy shit back in the seventies, man. Fucking sketchy shit. But you know, hey, you know what? That's people were building it wasn't like today where there it's was so brand much new you know it's brand new they're yeah. like they're like trendsetters you know or cutting edge but you know i guess you learn by you know yeah and they were working with what, with what they had you know like people were welding exactly. shit with like fucking coat hangers and fucking whatnot using that as fucking filler rod and shit like you know people did wacky wow. shit you know there's all kinds wow, of crazy yeah. shit yeah but like i remember hearing people like talk about making their ape hangers out of like fucking uh shopping carts and stuff like cutting the bends off of oh, shopping yeah, carts oh, and chair stuff. legs yeah yeah yeah, you, yeah. Can, you have that book do you have seen that book i think it was danny lyon oh the, first, the, uh, the the, the, the outside the bike riders the bike riders yeah yeah i got that book right and they're that one, they're talking about that. You can see some of those early fucking A packets that were literally like, you know, bar stools turned upside down. What? Pretty cool, man. Yeah. I think that's cool. Like I really of course that one picture is just so that one picture says so much. I've been over that bridge so many times between, you know, Kentucky and Ohio. Oh, man, the guy, you know, the guy that, crossing that, the bridge? With his helmet on the handlebars looking behind him like yeah. you know, like yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's yeah. the picture, man. You know, he's running for us all. You know, that's what Lion said and uh, that's that's intense man that's a good one. Oh fuck yeah man there's i i love like um like like a, a lot of people like really like a lot of the 70s shit like my shit is like 66 to 69 when bikes were still wacky wow. but they weren't like super stretched yet like they were just like tall and wacky and shit like you know like you know like, like getting bob starting to get the bob trip. yeah and, and, and chops but like maybe not like super long chops but like you know they might yeah. have the stock springers but like super tall bars and like big big goofy sissy bars and shit like that like i love yeah. that shit man like the shit you'd see in like uh any of the old like uh dan uh the, any of the old uh fucking roger corman fucking biker movies from like 66 67 oh yeah yeah I, i've been i've been like man i'm pretty knowledgeable on that shit i love them all but, you know you probably i was getting ready to send you a sexy picture of my bike right before we started the interview but uh i think you'll probably dig it i don't know if you've seen any pictures of that posted but 
I saw uh, the one so Matt posted. I was I was digging the pipes. I was like, yeah, this dude's yeah. on some fucking radical shit right now, dude. <laughs> and, and he handmade me that sissy bar. He goes, yeah, so it's all. But I didn't know it was going to be that. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. It was just and just because uh, I know we were talking before, but like you know, just shout out to Matt Jackson over at Jackson's Choppers, man. He, he's, oh, do, he's doing you, doing absolutely. you proper. He's doing you proper, and he's a good dude, man. Really solid dude. I, I like that dude a lot, man. This, and, and yeah, this, he's a solid person. He's a music fan. That's how we met. You know, and then like, yeah. we started talking about spikes. Once I went to his first job, you know, after that, then I, you know, I, I I wanted him to be the dude to hold my hand once I built that bike. You know what I mean? And uh, yeah. He thought that he did a lot of fat shit for me. It's really cool. He uh he thought the sixth bar, he thought the uh the foot clutch and the uh the brake pedal made a map. He thought the jockey chip. So this is actually gonna be my very first bike with uh with a foot clutch. It's not truly a suicide because I still got a front brake, so yeah, I'd hang on to that for a minute. You know? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. You know, it's all right to stop, man. It's not bad to stop sometimes, you know. Yeah, I feel, I, yeah, I feel like for me, I feel like you know. Uh, a foot clutch bike is a rite of passage. I've never, I've never ridden one. So and, and dude, when that, I get that bike. That- and, and fuck yeah, man, because like, like, and that's like, cause I don't, I don't want to say this in a way that's going to upset people, but this, this, there's like younger dudes now that are too fucking lame to do that. Like, you know what I mean? And, and your first one, you're never too old. That's all I want to say is like, you know, you're never too old to, to get on some rad shit, man. Dude, you know? This is what Matt said when, Matt, when I told Matt that I was determined to have a foot clutch, just have my mousetrap, and he said, ah. You live this long. Because <laughs> I'm 60. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be 61. I'll be 61 in September. So. Yeah, well, fuck but yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like I'm 35, dude. I really do. Absolutely. It's a it's a number, man. It's all about your mindset. Like, you're... you're, you're it's about the mind. You're, you're right, Jake. You're so fucking right. I wish that I would have uh, known, known about you, uh, you know, some months ago. Because I, I, I was prowling around New Hampshire uh, last week a little bit. But, but yeah. I'll get up that way again. Yeah, I oh, know. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And fucking, and, uh, I'm, I'm upstate a lot too. So I, you know, I definitely, you know, you know, we'll, we'll be in contact on that stuff, but no, fuck, dude, you're welcome to stay at our pad. We got a, we got a big, beautiful old pad. We got the extra guest room. It's right on the screen. Up at the castle. I mean, I can open up my back window of what I call my office and just keep my foot down right at the, right, right at the window. Do it all the yeah. time. That's fucking rad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way, man. Like I've always like for most of my life until, until, like basically three, four years ago, I always lived in the city, you know, like, you know, I lived in Boston, I lived in Providence, I lived all, you know, always lived in cities and um, Tucson, wherever. And then, and then, you know, now I live you in the Tucson? Woods. You live in Tucson? Oh, I lived in Tucson in the 90s. Yeah. The, and uh, for, for, Killer, dude. I, I love, love that town. I wish I bought property then, man, when it was, when you couldn't give it away back then, you know what I mean? And now it's, yeah, now it's fucking crazy, you know, but I, I fucking, um, you know, now I'm, now I'm in the, I'm in, I'm still in Massachusetts, but I'm like a little bit out of the city in, in a town called Freetown. And it's like an old swamp Yankee town, but like, you know, like I'm in the woods and I fucking love it, dude. The same type of thing. I don't know what it is. The older I get, the it's, it's just the anti-socialness creeping in where I just want to see the woods. I don't want to see people anymore, you know, and just. Yeah, because people suck, man. It's yeah. like, we, we like animals more than, me and my girl, we like animals more than we like people, really. I mean, yeah. every, now and then, every now and then you meet really cool people. Like minded people that, that you know, like for example, I mean this must have been destiny because like we're on the same page about pretty much everything I can tell, and you know, and that is uh, uh, really special too. Like you know, like I, I saw him right before he got to Utah, uh, and it was interesting because I called him and I said, hey, you know, uh, can you come down? You know, you bring some, bring me some or whatever. He came down and he looked really kind of 
a little bit different. And he said, you know, I just passed out. And, um, and I was like, wow, you know, uh, he looked a little troubled. And immediately after that, I heard that he got bit you know? Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah, that was really, yeah. And shout out to Zach yeah. from heavy dude. That dude's a survivor. Yeah. man. he, he went through all that encephalitis shit. Like that was no joke. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. The ticket, the zip of the pseudo, right? Yeah. Encephalitis. Yeah. And that happened right after he passed out. I know he passed out. So he seemed, he seemed a little different. Like he, he seemed troubled a little bit, but I guess he would be. That was, you know, within the space of a few years, he made some pretty heavy moves, you know? Oh, absolutely. But absolutely. I, I want to shoot out. I want to shout out to him. He's the one that got us together and he's also, one of the coolest ones I know. Oh, no, absolutely, man. That, that dude, that's the thing about this stuff, like, in, in music and motorcycles especially, like, you still meet real motherfuckers, and, and when you do, you're stoked because you know instantly, like, like you just said, you're on the same page about a lot of shit right off the rip, you yeah. know what I mean? And it's yeah, like, yeah. And that, and it's refreshing, man, because, you know, <laughs> I think we're becoming more and more dinosaurs by the day, you know what I mean? And there's less and less, you know, it seems, and, and, uh, and uh, you know, so, but it's still like the same shit, man. It, it, it's rad, man. Like, and, and that's why I do this podcast, man. Like, a lot of it's like friends of mine, and then, you know, and then I meet rad people, like, you know, and, and have an excuse to talk to them about shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, but it's getting the word out because the word is really truly passion and the word is, is love and, and loyalty and friendship. You know what I mean? Those are qualities that like, some people these days just don't seem to understand. And, you know, exactly. I will tell you funny. I will tell you funny story about back, back in the MySpace days, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I have that. days, I'm looking for an original, you know, new stock original drag specialties, coffee, and light. And uh, I got this email from this chick, and she's like, I got one of my And all of a sudden, comes chiming in, wait a minute, that's mine. And it was like, it was back, because like, that was his ex. And he's like, I just was <laughs> she was, sell she was selling his shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, of course, we remember, we remember, we were instant friends, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I really did his style of bikes, too. I really did his style of bikes. And, uh, yeah. So he, he's, just been, he's been a good ally ever, ever since. Yeah, they do like out there. They do that cool like I, I I don't know what the name is. Like sometimes people call it like St. Louis style, but it's not. It's just whatever. Like that was real tall boy bikes. I love those things. Meaning, meaning tall boy. Meaning what? Sissy bar tall? Oh no, no. Like like a lot of the guys he rides around with. Like they they do those tall bikes where it's like like a lot of stretch on the tube, like on the down tube. Like so oh, yeah. You, the tank yeah. tank looks like it's in front of your face a lot of times. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking yeah. love that. You know, I, I love that too. But as long as the bike sits uh, sits level, but to do that with, yeah. with stretch like that, I mean, this, I know there's some athletes that have sit there. My Panhead trail is really, really good the way it is. I think it's, I'm not sure what it's eight or ten. I think it's ten over. Springer, I know it's a Papo. I'm pretty sure it's a Papo. Let's put it that way. I'm pretty sure the frame and the Springer are Papo, but. But it trails right. I know it trails right, but there's one uh, little, uh, a newer kind of uh, uh, exit ramp near one of my buddy's houses. It's kind of brand new. And they lay next to that rock. So that's the only place where I will start to basketball on that motorcycle. And I know that they, they, they toured it rock, you know? Uh, it's weird. It's really strange when that happens because you're like, what the fuck is going on, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, that's the thing, man. With These are these are old machines and fucking... That's the beauty of it. Yeah. There's always, you know, it's like, you know. They're easier to work on, though. I swear to God, they are. Even though you break down, you might not be able to find 
even a Harley dealership won't work on. Over no, no, 10, no, 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 no. They won't. They won't. There's some dealers that won't even work on uh, anything that's over ten years old. So they're not even working on the early twin cams anymore. Some dealerships, not all. You know what I mean? Wow. But, but um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd, if you're broken down on the side of the road, you'd rather be on a panhead with like a fucking carburetor than you would on a on a brand new fucking street glide or something where it's all computers. Oh my and shit god! Like yeah, yeah. Because if you're a stripper, you buy a brand new bike. Yeah, be down the middle of nowhere. You won't start one day because you burned out a sensor. I think that's crazy. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've had I've had little problems at night with my bike that have really been very simple, but that have completely caused me to call the sensor. <laughs> you know, and all it was it was the uh, condenser, the little nut that holds the condenser on tight. It backed off. Yeah. And then it vibration, the vibration would spin it back so it would connect again. So I'd be riding around, and all of a sudden I would be power on right. Again, it was the weirdest fucking thing. But yeah. you know what? My, my buddy was pretty knowledgeable. So he's the same dude. He told me, you know, after I fucking ran my bike into the fucking side of my shed, I said, something going on with my clutch. He's like, your clutch has come loose. Yeah. I was like, yeah. And my other buddy's like, ah, he was full of shit. He's full of shit. But that's exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. I mean, those, those little things can only be learned by trial and error, you know? And, 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 you know, a lot of that shit, especially when you're on a rigid chopper, it's particular to that bike. Like, you could have, you yeah. could have, you could have two rigid pan heads on one of them. You know, that condenser bolt's going to shake loose and the other it's not. And something else is going to shake loose. You know your bike after yeah. when you put miles on it and you know what you got to pay attention to and what, what you got to yeah. go through and tighten up after every long ride or every couple weeks or whatever. And, and that's just, yeah. just part of the game with the old shit. You you know, it's just it is. Man. I, I, I custom made a tool. I custom made a tool where I bent a fucking wrench and uh, a box end and fucking uh, with some heat and a nice strong vice because uh, I was uh, I would have problems with my head bolts coming loose. And yeah. one time I, I had one missing. And I was wondering why the motherfucker went idle, you know. And uh, you know, it, it's embarrassing when your bike went idle. You come up to the you know the ticket stand, you're going to the swap meet. You know, this dies. I got to get off. I got to kick it. Yeah. You know that kind of bullshit. Yep. And was, I, I lost the fucking hip bolt. It was just riding around with fucking one hip bolt completely out. So it only, it only took it was an hour ride before I tightened it. So it's like, you know what I mean? You got to really, you got to, it's, it's your bike. It is your bike. My bike don't like hot water. I know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's the beauty, you know. To me, that's part of the the, the fun of the old shit. Like it's like that bike becomes that's yours right. because you know it. You guys are connected. You know what I mean? Like if you sold that yeah. bike to someone else. It wouldn't be their bike for like months and months until they've till till they put the time in on it and and learned it, you yeah. know. And and they all get their own little starting ritual, you know. There's the same kind of basic one you start with, but they all like to be tweaked a little bit different when you to fire them up, you know. And and yeah, and that's going to be the difference between you know you sitting there for and doing ten kicks or two kicks, you know what I mean? It just yeah, <laughs> looking around for wire in the bushes and shits like, like just, you know. <laughs> but listen, you know, I just thought of something. Um, this particular uh, rolling chassis that I was talking about, uh, the two over wide glide, uh, it's really it's sort of really nice, man. It's all uh, Allen nut. It's got you know drilled, uh, drilled running boards, drilled discs, all that shit. That needs an engine, the transmission, and you are a lot closer to Texas, so I might want to talk to you about uh, uh, maybe some ideas for, for my boy because I'm increasing to my drummer, yeah, uh, in the assess. And uh, you know, this is like really special, man. I, I, it's a really nice paint job and all this and that, but it is just a rolling chassis at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, think about what you want to put in there for a motor, and and and, and uh, we can we can set you up. You know, that's not a problem. I mean, I love SNS and motors. I think the bulletproof. I don't know what you think, but. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah I, absolutely. The, yeah, you know, the, for sure. Especially you know, 
um, if you if you just want to fucking ride ride hard and and not have to worry about some of the other shit you have to on a on a sixty year old engine, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know um, that I know that new, new blockheads are pretty cheap though. Uh, I've been told you buy a new uh, if you buy a new Harley engine. Yep. Um. What yeah. is it? It just depends, you yeah. know, like the thing is, is like, you know, you, you could put like an SNS Evo in there and it'd be pretty bulletproof and it'll be nice and fast. You, you, it just depends too. Like, you know, you can, you can find a nice SNS Panhead, you know what I mean? Like, and those things are fucking yeah. cool, you know? That's it's, the beauty of the SNS really. Yeah. I know, I know the whole thing with the flathead power and all that. It's, yeah. I think it's really great. Um, uh, it's set up, the bull pattern is set up for, uh, it was a shovel head with a, uh, with a early shovel bottom, but, uh, what, what do you got laying around? <laughs> I mean, I got, I got a, I'm, I'm sitting in my shop now and I'm looking on my bench and I got a, I got a OG 55 panhead motor sitting there. I got, um, I got a couple Ooh. of Evos sitting there, um, out in the front. I got a, I think I got another Evo. I got a, a shovel engine, you know, we got stuff. You hanging got a around. shovel? Yeah. Yeah. I got a shovel hanging around. Is it for sale or is it just, uh. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, everything's for sale, bro. <laughs> no, not everything. <laughs> not everything, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah man. We, we got stuff. We we talk offline and 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 uh, and, and yeah, talk more about the good. talk more about the bike project and and then and then no one wants to hear us talking about it. They want to see it later. And then we'll talk about it when it's all said and done. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. And you know, so I did want to ask you a question though. So what what uh, what got you listening to Vitus? I mean, what turned your opinion on? Uh, on Vitus. Uh, well, you know what it was is like so when when so with with when I said that when I was like, "Oh, what the fuck is this? It just sounds like Sabbath." You know, I like I was a kid, like literally a kid. I like, get it, dude. I totally understand. I yeah, scared. and I was like just all punk and aggro and like the skater, like punk rock kid. You know, I was like, "Fuck it, it's not fast. I want fast, 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 fast." And then you know, just through time, you know, like I I I you know started getting back into like just more some metal shit too like you know like you, you know like you can't just listen to one kind of music you know like i i grew up on on metal and then came back to it you know like i always liked it but it was just like when i was in when i first got into punk i was so enamored with it like i didn't want anything that wasn't fast or hard and heavy oh yeah i, I didn't I want totally. anyone with a sing-song voice i just wanted fucking yeah. gnarly screams and fucking and smash i just wanted to smash it sing-song like, voice are you, are you afraid to <laughs> yeah yeah and 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 then and then later you know i just started getting back into shit and then like i started getting back into like you know and i you know i had friends that were like listening to like like rob is an old friend of mine he's an old hardcore kid and then he was playing in solace yeah. and we had solace play some of our parties here and and you know cool. and then then he's in trouble and stuff but you know, and just started listening. I just started listening shit again, and I dig shit like Church of Misery. Like I, I like all kinds of shit. You know what I mean? And yeah. and, and yeah. Uh, you know, I just I started listening to Vice. It's really about passion, you know. It's really about passion. You know, the, the visceral stuff, the slow, I got the sadder stuff, like melancholy stuff. Yeah, the, the sadder chord progressions, that kind of stuff. That always just that's always been in me. I don't know what it was, but that's always kind of been my favorite stuff for the band. With punk, with punk rock for shit, man, I was insane. Like you know, I had to. I had the Pistols records. I had all the damn signal, signal, yeah. uh, single fucking I loved. Uh, but you know, what really got me in was the stuff that had a little bit more low end. Like I really like SSD control. Yeah, yeah. I really liked. Of course, the Bad Brains, original Bad Brains. You know, sure. I saw them. We played with them in the Roar days. You know, fucking, that's awesome. You know, that's another story. That's another story. But you know, anything that had a little bit more low end, like you know, SSD yeah. or Discharge. Yeah. So and and you know when I when I first joined Vitus we we missed the hardcore getting trashed by the punks thing that was there but 
We did do a couple shows in Vancouver, Canada. We played uh, two shows at TBH. Okay. And the Cro-Mags were supposed to warm up, too. Or actually, they were, we were supposed to play first, and they were supposed to play, and then Cro-Mags and then TBH. But the Cro-Mags couldn't get in because they were, Canadian border was fucking with them because of their yeah. their gear and all that type of shit, you know? Canadian so border fucks, do, fucks with a lot of people, it seems like. <laughs> I got a lot of friends yeah, that can't yeah, go to Canada. Yeah. <laughs> God, I, I'm not supposed to be able to go to, but uh, that didn't last year because when you pull, you pull up at the border, earphones out, phones off, you got to look right at the dude. He says, when he's asking somebody a question to your driver, he's asking everybody the question. You got Everybody's got to make eye contact, eye contact and give him a little respect. Yeah. yeah, I swear that's what it is. I really think that's what it is. Man. Probably, I, you know, I, I, that authoritative figure wants to, wants a little whatever little respect they can get. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and hopefully that the computer is, their computer is down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But dude, yeah, I'm persona not in Canada yeah. only because of one joint of marijuana in 1984 that I paid to have expunged in the U.S. <laughs> Yeah, you know? and it didn't. It didn't get. Uh, they, they, they. Oh, they was, got. They got everything you've ever done in Canada. Everything you've oh, ever I know. done. Dude. It's fucking crazy, man. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> but but fucking. Um, yeah. But you know, and 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 also to answer your question too, like, you, you know, like um, when going back to it, like you know, when when I like my boy put me on a hidden hand, um, because of like because he's like, dude. You should listen to this. He goes, this dude from St. Vitus, but like all the shit you talk, your political shit, he goes, it's all on this record too. Like, you know what I mean? And then like when I listened wow. to it, I was like, oh shit. And I, you know, and I was like, fuck yeah, man. You know, like, and as I was saying, like the, the hidden hand shit hit, hit hard with me because it resonated like with what it was about, you know what I mean? And, and like you said, like you, you always felt like you were, you were, you were punk rock and, and, and even, you know, like an attitude. And, and like, to me, that was punk rock. Cause you know, the saddest thing to me today, is you know you got all these punk rock motherfuckers that are just going along with the mainstream fucking narrative and just regurgitating right. it and getting mad if you're doing punk rock shit i was like hey wasn't the first lesson like fucking question authority you know what i mean and whatever that's fucking right. happened to that man right. you need to have a healthy right. fucking healthy you know healthy questioning of of authority you know it's just it's just common sense like you know and, and you got these people now like fucking you know like you know, like everybody's like that now, though. Everybody's blind. You know, it's crazy. Like, yeah, they got them. They got crazy. everybody. We're freaking out. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm freaking out. Everybody I know, like you and me, that we can talk like this. Everybody is freaking out because you know we've never seen anything like this. I mean, I mean, this is the kind of shit that you know we've been researching for all the years. You know, all the stuff that I can call my research, which is like yeah. reading about, basically reading about all the, the the nasty shit that the governments do or the people in power do. You know, it's like all the stuff. That bullshit and you know i really was kind of hoping it would never if we would never see it in our lifetimes i was really hoping that my children would never see it in their lifetimes yeah but it's but here it is and you know it's it's my thoughts on it are like you know as you go through life you know we dig our bikes we dig our music all that but sometimes i get to see them like you know what am i here for you know why am i here because it sometimes seems like there is a really deeper place you know and i just realized the other day i said man probably because i got a fight yeah you, gotta, you know, and you got to be, you got to be a voice that like a, a voice of opposition. Voice. You got to be the voice. That's right. and, 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 you know, and it's like weird now because, you know, like when we were young, music was like in your face and people were in your face and the world's not like that anymore. You almost have to like coddle people along now and like be more subtle about shit and then like win them over subtly. You know what I mean? Because like if you yeah. get too in people's faces anymore, they're like, oh man, you know, like everyone's like, everyone's so weird and coddled. Like, I don't know how to explain it now. It's like, 
the oh, world. Dude, it's so <laughs> weird. I don't, and I don't want to be having the old man conversation like when I was a kid, blah blah blah. But no, fuck yeah, dude, it's it's a different world now. You know what I mean? It's a, and, it's a different. Way. People need to know that. Though. People need to know that. It's cool. Like I was telling my girlfriend, you know, she's younger than me, but I was telling her about the movie School of the Green. Yeah. You know, where you had an option to be euthanized, and when you were euthanized, you would go sit in the theater, and they would play like movies of how it used to be with the trees and the flowers and the guy was just sitting there crying you know because he had seen it and he missed it you know, so much you know I mean it's like a fucking uh, I'll tell you something that was really telling for me though uh, uh, like I first got into all the alternative social parts when I read Fingerprint of the Gods Fingerprints of the Gods yep all the books that were basically got proved through science the Sphinx and the, the pyramids were way older than they said they were in history books so then I started going, well, why is that? Why are they telling us this, this, that? And so then I started to question all, you know, written materials and stuff. Then I started to see all the connections between the corporation and, you know, the beware the military industrial corporation, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, but, but, but uh, man, there's just been a few, there's just been a few things that have, have really moved me. And, uh, God, I'm so excited. I, I might have actually lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. You were just talking about like how you kind of got on the journey of like learning shit, you know what I mean? And, and being exposed yeah. to it. Um, yeah, you know. And, and, you know, it's like crazy because, yeah, you know, you, you know, when I was a kid, I was into all kinds of weird shit. Like, you know, and like any anything that was like weird or arcane knowledge, I was like, all about it. Like I had like weird like encyclopedias like called like one was called like man myth and magic and shit. And it was just encyclopedias of weird shit. You know what I mean? And and uh and then, you know, so like yeah, you, you know, some people get into shit through that. Like like you said, you, you started reading yeah. Prince of the Gods and finding out like, hey man, like archaeological records might be wrong or like they're showing how how like through rain patterns and whatnot, like how old the Sphinx really is. But then yeah. you know, even on like in a more digestible thing, if you just start to tell people about Federal Reserve and like be like, hey, go watch fucking yeah. dudes, fucking America Freedom to Fashion. Go look at Aaron Russo's movie. He was a mainstream dude. Like, you know what I mean? Go look at what he did. And and yeah. and like that is more palatable for some people. And then they're like, oh shit. Like, you know what I mean? Like, cause that's like yeah. that's yeah, not conspiracy. Did. That's like legit fact by backed by it's, like right, it's, 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 it's there's no conjecture there. This is fucking reality. Right, right, right. And that's why that that word. That word, those two words, conspiracy, conspiracy theory, yeah. that is the best weapon they have. Yeah, to, 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 to minimize something or, or to minimize to, to it. Yeah. You, to marginalize you, to paint you as a nut, to fucking, as soon as they say that, it's like, it's like the news these days. I mean, the interesting thing about the news these days is it's all owned by Rupert Murdoch, but he's still letting Fox News go. So it's yeah. like, because they've got to continually keep the decisiveness going. You know, they've got to continually continue the divide and rule. That's, yes. that's really, I mean, the same people that gave us, you know, the same people that, that you know, assassinated the Archduke or whatever and started the First World War are the same people who gave us the Second World War, are the same bloodline who gave us the Third World War. I mean, yep. Albert Pike said it way back when. Yeah, you know, the, the Pike, same bloodline you know, that, that'll finance both sides of a war. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Ford, yeah, Ford, you know, with the rubber, you know, crap, all that shit. But think about Albert Pike, he said way, way, way back when. He said, uh, "He said, you know, the, the, the end game is going to be the very last World War. It's going to depend on the Muslims, is what he said. And this is like, you know, this is like, you know, the swashbuckling, like sword type game. You know? But there's another thing, like, what about uh, what about the Balfour Declaration, where they were already carving up Palestine for uh, the refugees of the uh, Holocaust before the war even happened." Yeah, yeah. 
There's a yeah, lot dude, of I mean, so, you know, it's the same people, man. It's the same. It's a small group. And I believe this, you know, people think you're crazy, but it's a small, you know, it's bloodlines. And personally, uh, you know, this is my theory. It's what I believe. I think that some of these people are not wholly human. I think that there's been entities that have lived on this earth a lot longer than us. And I think that they have managed to uh, you know, interbreed with people. And that's why, but, you know, Clinton, Obama, and all those bloodlines were all, all the same bloodline that goes all the way to that old Vlad. You know, Vlad, they, were, they are definitely the same Vlad. Yeah. <laughs> I think. I no, think. no, I mean, yeah. You start and, talking about- and, and yeah, and there's like, I'll I'll send you a link to a podcast I did with a guy named Matthew Roberts who was a U.S. naval intelligence officer, and oh my um, god, he was on he was on the Roosevelt when they filmed the gimbal footage and the uh, and the the go fast footage. He 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 was a naval intelligence. He didn't see it firsthand because he was you know on he was on the ship, but he didn't he wasn't in the air, but he saw the footage yeah. right away. And then when it became um, when when everything became like when the Pentagon started to say, yeah, this is this footage. We yeah, we acknowledge it. Like we don't know what it is. Um, his brother hit him up, and then he started investigating it. And once he started investigating it, like shit started getting real. Like things started contacting him and fucking with him. You know what I mean? And and when you say yeah. you do, when you say there's other things on earth like or in other intelligences or whatnot that's what he got into and i had another one with another guy who who was on the tv he he does uh he used to do ufo investigations and he was on the show ancient aliens but he'll only do like uh archival research now he won't do live investigations anymore because he got fucked with by things you know what i mean and and i know yeah. where you're going with like bloodlines and 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 things but yeah the, the dulce thing the dulce new mexico thing is, re- is really really interesting and another one of my personal heroes uh you know, uh, uh, the PS-13 is a, is a fuzz pedal that, that Black Rock Films made for me. And I call it the PS-13 because it's 13 attempts that were on Phil Snyder's life. Now, Phil Snyder was a right-wing, you know, his whole family was officers, military dude. He was a uh, military geologist with top field clearance, basically. What his job was is they would, uh, he would drill the starting holes and get the excavation started for jump uh, bases. Uh, you know, underground military bases. Okay. Much, yeah? Yep. Yep. Okay. So the, the government told him. Do you know about this guy? I've I've heard of him. Yep. Yep. And, and yeah, this is a crazy story. Okay, check that. So this show basically the first thing they do. Well, the government told him, okay, we want you to. We need a base under the Dulce uh, in, in in New Mexico. That's in New the, Mexico. Uh, yeah. Ar- yeah. yeah Arcelor Mesa. Not a Dulce. We need we need a base there. So they went there. They drilled. He said the first thing we would do we would drill two holes straight down here. Then then they would bring him to the scene. It has a tunnel, it fuses the dirt and stuff that it's moving into glass that makes the wall. So you never have to take any dirt out, right? So basically, before they got that in there, they drilled two holes, and he said that uh, this black fucking shit came out, like, but it's very good believe. Basically, what it was is the government knew this. knew that the nest of old graves lived there and had a tunnel down anyway. He said that the black berets what saved his life because they had a firefight with the graves. Yeah. One of the graves said, I've got a weapon. It went in his fucking, uh, went in his body, uh, and in his foot, it came out of his hand, and it burned the toes off. Yeah, he was missing fingers and shit from that, right? Right, so you know about this dude, right? But he, when he went rogue, okay, he, he thought that after that, you know, he realized then what was going on, and so he decided to become a whistleblower. It was like on the roof on and all that, right? Well, they tried to kill that motherfucker so many times, but the interesting thing is there's still three on YouTube. His main talk where he's talking about geology, and he's showing you actual samples of metal like basically, we had got an alien technology 
um, uh, three degrees of heat, you know, of being able to withstand heat. Like, all this shit's going on there at 51. Like, you know, one grade. But he said it was a molecule. It was a triangle with no, with no equal sides. It was what crystalline molecule looked like. And it was made up of stuff, stuff that we have here and that we didn't have here. So, uh, but he said that the grades gave it to him. And it, it enables him to have three strengths. Like, you can go kind of close to the sun. You can go pretty close to the sun. And you can fucking fly past the sun. And it would still withstand the heat. And he said that shit would slough off when it would cool down like raindrops. It'd just be like laying there on all the tarmac like hard little rocks. And he had them. And he was showing them around, you know. Huh. That guy, I mean, what a hero, man. The first thing he says is, I love my country more than I love my own life. Yeah. yeah. Dude. You know? Yeah, because he, he was famous for like, you know, like when he would talk, he would show all his scars and, you know, lift his shirt and show. Yeah. He, yeah. And he, yeah, he was, he was something. Talking about the black budget, you know, yeah. where all the money gets appears to and shit. And that was like back, what, yeah. 70s, I guess. 80s, yeah, 70s, yeah. 80s, yeah. And even, even yeah. you know, whatever, you know, whatever people think about the Bob Lazar guy, like that oh, element. Yeah, he's on the TV now all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, he, he had that element. Like before, like he was talking about it before, and now it's on the chart. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it was it's unreal, dude. I remember reading about him way back when. He was one of the first dudes I ever got into because you know, he said that they'd erased all his records. Like he worked down there, all of a sudden, all his records are gone. Cool. Yeah, but they was, still, but yeah. they, but they couldn't get rid of him out of like the old phone books. He was still in the phone books and shit. And oh really? Is that what it was? Yeah, they found wow. the phone books because they couldn't get rid of all those, and he was in the phone book. Uh, they found, yeah. you know, the old newspaper articles that would say like Bob Lazar of the whatever labs and this and that, and like you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and these is in, in mainstream newspapers, like because he put the jet engine on his car and all that shit, and yeah, um, yeah, and, and you you know, and so it was like this stuff that they could get rid of some, they could get rid of a lot of it, but they couldn't get rid of everything. You know what I mean? And, and it's like so, yeah. whether or not you know whatever you know you you know I always try and keep a healthy you know not not a skepticism but yeah kind of like a skepticism of everybody but you yeah, know what he says is it, like you, know? you can back up that there must be a reason why they're denying his existence when you can prove that he worked for these these places and was there you know what i mean so yeah. you know but you know it's, i started talking about it pretty quick i think he got through this off you know but the dulce thing was really was really weird uh, and also was the there thing there was that that young kid it was building rockets. Right around Lazar's time, he was building rockets and had this, this advanced, uh, this advanced mind when he was really, really young. And of course, you know, the brass picked up on that and they got him. And the, his story is they took him to a hangar where there was a craft, an alien craft that they had. Might have been a Roswell or something like that. And the engineers couldn't get into it. They couldn't crack into it. They couldn't drill into it. Nothing. And he walked up on the wing, put his hand on the thing, and the fucking a door opened up because it sensed it. It was alive. It sensed that he was pure, you know? And uh, that's when they started, well, Lazar talked about, you know, the propellant they were using, like a, yeah. a tiny a tiny reactor with some elements that we didn't have here yeah. as fuel. I mean, you know, they reversed the reverse engineer life in Roswell. I know the story, and man, you know, but there's a, there, okay, there's a bass player I know, he's pretty famous. He married into a family of Agua Caliente Indians. That's, one of the only tribes that made any money because they sold Palm Springs, right? So they were still like, you know, you know, powerful. And uh, we were talking and his wife was, his wife was Indian. And she said, uh, she goes, I have relatives of mine, distant cousins that told me one time that they were out hunting in the desert and they found a, uh, they found a downed craft and they said something in there was still alive. And, but they were so scared 
they knew that if they told anybody about that or tried to rescue it, they would they'd be probably killed. Hmm. And so uh, I guess I guess if they finished off the alien and buried the graph, that was it because they were only out of fear, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Where do you think it's, it's going? Crazy. You know, like you know, now that you know, it seems to be escalating. In the fact that, like, you know, the government, you know, whether it's the, the Pentagon or whatever, is officially kind of recognizing or acknowledging existence of uh, UFO footage. But also there was that one um, agent uh, that uh, who, who said that, you know, I don't this kind of got swept under the rug during COVID. But this was in the New York Times where he's like, oh, no, we have craft out of not of this world. Um and that, oh yeah, and yeah. you you heard that once, and then you never heard it again. But it was in mainstream news. It was it was a contractor. He's like, yeah, no, we have craft that are, that aren't from this world. Um, where, where do you think this is all going? Do you think there's going to be some well, kind I of re- reveal? I do, and I think here's what I think it's going to be. I think it's way why they're revealing right now. I think that why you know the Pope came out and said what he did and all this shit is there's going to be a false flag incident where there's probably going to be some kind of natural disaster that they're going to orchestrate with the harp weapon. Or maybe there's going to be a, another, uh, you know, weaponized virus. They're going to call it a disease. There's going to be, it's going to happen. It's going to be more than one thing. But what's going to happen is there's going to be all of a sudden there's going to be what they're going to call an alien invasion, which will be false flag with craft that we have right now, like like this guy was saying, that look like alien craft. Obviously, really see the fucking. So if one day you wake up and there's a thousand UFOs over the city and they're saying. Everybody quick, everybody quick, run to the churches or to the FEMA camps. Ah, don't go there. No, no, no. <laughs> run the other way because it's going to be a false flag. They're going to convince everybody, look, this goes beyond religion. This goes beyond politics. You need our help. You know? Yeah. The people are going to buy into it, hook, line, and sinker. They already are. You see, my brother's like, yeah, I'm from Maryland. You know, I grew up in Maryland, I should say. Yeah. That's horse country, basically. You know, you know I don't even see those, you know, uh, uh, seasoned bikers that have worked on farms their whole life, you know. And I said, I look up at the sky at these chemtrails, and I say, dude, we, the sky never used to be this color when we were younger. I said, look at that shit. And he goes, oh, that's condensation. I said, that is not jet condensation, motherfucker. Yeah. I said, look, there's a jet over there. It's dissipating. You know? I said, this thing was like hanging around for hours and forming huge grids. Dude, I had the hardest time with, one of, with my bike here. He just wasn't fine. He's like, prove it. I was like, I was getting out, like, you know, trying to find like, you know, scientific, uh, but they didn't want to come out with it. But they just came out with it now and said, "What are they calling it? They're calling it, uh, uh, they're calling it fucking ecological. Is that a word for it? Engineering, something engineering, ecological engineering, or something like this." Which, but nobody realizes it's been going on for twenty years. They create so much fucked up metal and shit on this planet. It's like, you know, it's a threefold thing. They want to control. It makes the control group easier, especially for the harp weapon. Yeah, and then, you know, look at Fukushima. It's easy. The night of the, the night of Fukushima, before she Fukushima, you can see the rivulets in the air, just like when you heat something up. You know? So basically, we use the hard weapon. Uh, Fukushima would play ball. And my personal theory on that is is that the Japanese lied about the strength of the reactor, and so when the tsunami hit, it took out the reactor. That's my theory. Yeah. Um, I've heard another theory that like the Israeli and Israeli gunship and American gunship were offshore. They went on into Fukushima and they planted weaponized rods and then orchestrated the uh, tsunami because that would be one of the most efficient ways to kill a large amount of people because that cloud, that radioactive cloud, has been over us for years now. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah. 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 It, 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 you know, they measured they measured it off the coast of California. You know, yeah, but like way higher than lethal. Yeah, yeah. so I started researching. You know, and I, and here's what I realized: that we, both the French, the Russians, uh, uh, and the United States, and the British have been dumping radio radioactive waste into the oceans at an enormous rate, even more than Fukushima. The Russians in the in the uh, whatever that far sea is, uh, not the North Sea, it's the Black Sea, I think. Yeah, they have been dumping shit of such quantities of such potency in there that, like, you know, I was worried about Fukushima. I'm not worried about nothing anymore because it's like, come on, it's like, I don't know. It's, it's, it's sickening, is what it is. It's sickening and it's sad. What, what do you What do you think the end game is? Just kind of uh, just a, a, a culling of the population, a cutting down of the population, which we hear that's is one of the one of the agendas. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's what they're trying to do with COVID, with, with COVID for sure. But, but why are they doing that? Because you know, here's what I think is going to happen. Really. Nobody's talking about the X factor. And the X factor is the fact that we're going to get, either we're going to get passed by so close that we are going to be completely fried by EMFs, or we're going to get our ass directly kicked by fucking Planet X. It's, I've seen it. You can see that fucking planet now. It's all covered up in the news and shit, but I was up fucking north, up near you, where I was actually in New Hampshire, up the mountain, yeah. at dawn, at daybreak. And something happened right where we were, with the trees parted. I can see it, and all of a sudden, my buddy's like, what the fuck is that? Nabiru? And I looked over and I saw this gigantic, gigantic fucking planet that wasn't the sun. Just for like <laughs> a split second, right? Okay, now I've also saw something like that in Richmond a couple years ago. But there's a lot of large planets in the the, uh, the entourage, I should say, of Nabiru. And when you start to get really close, we're going to be completely showered with like 70, 100 pound uh, meteorites. They're going to burn up all the way to about 70 pounds before they hit the Earth. We're going to get peppered. It's already starting to happen. There's so much weird shit going on on Earth right now. I think that that's what's going to happen. I think the X factor is that this planet is coming, and it's going to, it's going to, it's like the Hopi said. Dono, Dono from Taos, the people that put on a, a monolith from Taos, you know, monolith on the Mesa. Dono and his buddy are Hopi. The Hopi have this amazing prophecy. You can listen to it on YouTube. I'll tell you what it is. It, it, it gives me the chills right now. It really put it in perspective for me is that, you know, the Earth is going to be purified, and unless you get back to get back to Mother Earth to the basics, you know you're gonna you're gonna be changed forever. And whether you survive or not, I don't know. But man, I'm a lot calmer in mind after hearing that because it just puts it in perspective, you know. But see, that's the extra you're gonna be talking about. But everybody's building underground. Nobody's worried about the upstate, uh, the upground infrastructure, yeah. even though Biden's talking about a lot of bullshit. They've been putting so much money underground. They've got highways coast to coast, you know. It's like something's going on, right? Yeah, they know something that they're not telling us. Well, the the, the, the airport in uh, Colorado there that just like the Denver airport, it's got they they was like it's got miles of, oh, of, yeah. of shit underground, you know, and fucking. But so yeah, they, they they took down all the crazy painting. They took down all the crazy paintings and shit like that because yeah, they were yeah. starting to have uh, bad press. But yeah, that place has got a very very sinister vibe. Yeah. Very weird. Oh, yeah, yeah, you can feel that shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. So you, I noticed you... you uh, uh, I'm getting really excited about talking about this shit, man. Yeah, I know, I know. But I, when you said Nibiru, so you think uh, we're, we're going to get... Uh, you think the uh, Anunnaki are behind things or something? Well, you know, look, that, that you know... Because it's supposed reason, to come back, right? When when it's There's a rotation of when that planet is supposed to be close to us, and that's when they're supposed to come back, right? Right, and that's when every day lose has happened. It's got a really long... Uh, it's got a long, uh, oblong, uh, or elliptical orbit of like 25,000 years going the other way. So it's a reverse order. 
and it, when it comes close to the, it, the first time it came through, it actually hit this planet, which I believe was called Tiamat, and that's what created our moon and you know the debris field that we call our Milky Way or our galaxy. Yeah. That's what I think happened. Um, personally, you know, I, I do believe that we that we as humans are uh, products of DNA manipulation at, at some far time, and like a virus or something like that, we've mutated, and you know, our minds. Uh, develop faster than we were supposed to, or whatever it might be. I do believe we were made. We were made as a worker race. I've had dreams before when I was younger that were really pretty freaked out, like you know, vats and you know, being in a vat full of fucking liquid and all that kind of shit. Huh. So I don't know. I don't really know. But all I do know is that um, that, that is definitely the planet X factor. I mean, because everything about it has been wiped off YouTube. Everything. And um, you know, the false flag thing is real. You know, it's Dude, very, it's, uh, it's, I, I, it's it's very weird what gets brought off YouTube and what stays on. Like they let flat Earth shit stay on there, but they take like someone and, like Alex Jones down, or they'll take like Planet X shit down. And I'm, I'm not sticking up for Alex Jones. Right, but why one way they or let the David other. Icke up? Yeah. yeah, why is David like David Icke left it? Why have they killed David Icke? Yeah, he's the one. I mean, he's one of the main ones. He, I mean, he's the one that was first got me into. Like basically, I read this, and the truth shall set you free. His first book. And he wasn't talking about any reptile shit back then. He was just telling the truth about all the alphabet agencies. Yeah. And I mentioned that in the first Hidden Hand record. I mentioned that. I say, read these books. I had a Jim Mars book, then I had that book. And then that's when Soda.com had just come up. Dude, I, I was branded to the computer. These motherfuckers were tearing me apart because I said, read this book. And the truth was such a pretty thing. That's why I don't really believe in that reptilian shit. And, uh, you know, reptilian is really code for Jewish. And is he Jewish or whatever? That's anti-Semitic. I was getting called an anti-Semite for, for telling people to read this book that had nothing to do with nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, I was pissed yeah. off, dude. That, yeah, but I was young as the internet, so I actually had to fight back. So I made a, what do you call it, like a fake person, a fake name? I made a fake uh, Yeah, huh? yeah. It was a, yeah, I used a Merovingian king. I was like, Dagobert fought back. Like a <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> but yeah. What do you think about the um, theory that there's been like, uh, we're not the first kind of advanced civilization on earth, that there's been a few civilizations that have been wiped out, you know, through one I kind told, of I told thing or, other, or another? I believe that. I believe that 100%. I think that, the, I think that the Atlantis was super, super high tech. And I know that what I believe is that when Atlantis was about to implode, uh, the priest cast of Atlantis uh, became a diaspora and fanned out to other places uh, of, on the ocean, other places in the world. And that's because a lot of these myths, same myths happen simultaneously in the same place. For example, you know, the Aztec have Quetzalcoatl, the fucking yeah. Mayan have Kukulkan, you know, South America has, uh, uh, you know, has the, the, their version. I can't, I can't remember what he's called there. And, you know, we have Jesus Christ. I mean, Whatever it is, I think that there was because you see, you see ancient like Olmec fucking sculptures where it shows the mouth of the dragon, and now the dragon is coming, a bearded white man. I mean, that's why I wrote that song. I wrote that song called "The Departure." Um, it's a spirit carrying song that I wrote. It's on Elusive Truth, and um, that song is about the departure of Quetzalcoatl. And because this is just really interesting, we talk about this because Quetzalcoatl was. Uh, a god in the Aztec pantheon who didn't believe in human sacrifice. He was into flowers and wine. You know, he brought culture and the arts, right? Yeah. So he was tricked by the war god, his brother. He was tricked, he got drunk, and fucked his sister as in, the, in the myth, right? So, so then he, he leaves on a raft of snakes to reappear later as the morning star. But in the myth, the Aztec myth says that 
he was due to reappear physically on the very day that Cortez landed on the shores of uh, Mexico. Huh. And that's why Cortez was able to subdue or initially embrace himself and then, you know, partially subdue the assets who were like, God damn, far outnumbered them because they really thought he was the guy because they brought food sprinkled with uh, human blood and food that did it. You know, the Spaniards, like, they saw the human blood in there just like, fuck that shit. They, you know, he passed all the tests, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, that was how it was. I mean, that's as far as I understand it, that's true. I mean, yeah, you know, I think I think it's fascinating. Everything's fascinating. Everything's fascinating, man. It's like crazy that there's so many. Just like if you, you know, just for, for someone who who is like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? Just think about this. Look at all these cultures with pyramids, and all these pyramids showed up, and they're on the same fucking. They're they're all in a straight line. And they're all yeah, on the same yeah. line. And there's in Egypt, they're in fucking South America and Central America. They're in, you know, the Indonesia, like all these pyramids yeah. all spouted around the same time um, frames. And they, you know, uh, a, a lot of them look very similar. Like the Indonesian ones and the Mexican ones look like very similar. Like, and they're yeah. all on like the same arc. They're all on the same they're, line. They're mathematically like, advanced. They're mathematically yeah. advanced, you know. And, and sometimes the construction seems like, impossible yeah so yeah it definitely points to a common again that very well could have been the product of the diaspora of you know, the intellectual pre-class of atlantis i mean yeah. i don't really know much about lemuria i don't really know much about uh boo yeah um because i don't think there is very i mean there isn't very much to learn about it is there? i mean most of it's conjecture or by people that are seers yeah. you know that, that can go go back and see and, and i believe in that too i mean I believe in a lot of stuff that I've never seen and, and, and had a proven to be like, you know, a coach, for example, you know. People are pretty pragmatic. My drummer's very pragmatic. And I thought, you know, I started talking to him about some of this shit. He goes, well, I started talking about, you know, your straw man and the Uniform Commercial Code and how the, the Federal Reserve has you, a fake you, they trade, you know, they trade your birth on the stock market and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. He goes, man, I thought you were at the lunch section. He goes, and everything you said, I just wasn't buying it. And he researched it. Even though it's really hard to understand. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, you're, you're a corporation. You're not a human being. You're a corporation. Right. And to gain control of that, I mean, technically, you don't have to have a driver's license. Yeah. Technically, you don't have to have, because we are still under black maritime I'm law. law. Yeah, still yeah. British maritime law. Nobody knows that. Still yeah. talking, she's talking about people. But I'll tell, you something, I'll tell you something I believe in, though. It really is the one kicker. When I start talking about things with man, uh, People are just like shake their heads. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I totally believe that. That'd be awesome. Oh yeah, Why no. yeah. And you know, for me, like I go through like like I've always been interested in things. I keep an open mind. Like, there's, I'm not a scientist. Like, I'm not like a like a you know, I'm not a physicist. I'm not like like a super scientist. Like, there's things I can't prove. You know, I and I go on belief. And there's I always try and keep an open mind about things. Like, because when someone's so staunch, like they're like, well, this is what happened. Like, how the fuck do you know, dude? Were you there? Like, were you there? Right. Like, did you see exactly. these pyramids getting built? Do you know what the fuck actually happened? No, there's theories, exactly. and there's some shit that makes more sense than others. Like, you know, but when you start, you know, just questioning things and looking at things, like, you know, like, even to bring it back into modern times, like, you know, it gets Your me gut so will tell you. Yeah. You, Your it, gut will it, tell it, you. It, Your heart will tell you. And it bums me so out. It bums me out so much that so many people that 
normally should have been like people I thought would be on the front lines of common sense and like fighting and resisting shit, you know, have just bought into it. They got, they got so many people with this COVID shit, like, you know, and, and it was like, I'm like, motherfucker, if you really think they were worried about your health, would they, would they tell you to stay inside? And, and, and you didn't see one public health message about taking like quercetin and vitamin C and D and this and that, and and getting exercise. All you saw was be afraid. All they did was pump fear into you continuously for a fucking year. And, and now yeah, you're bought, yeah. sold, hook, line, and sinker. And I was like, do you think Pfizer gives a fuck about you? Like, you're going to stop putting shit for the Pfizer's making into your body? And it's like, That's I was, I you're anti-vaccine. I'm like, no, I'm not anti-vaccine. I'm anti-that fucking vaccine. I'm not, the, I'm not anti-polio vaccine. Like, I'm anti-that shit. Like, it ain't even, you know, like, they're keeping quiet about, like, the animal test because all the animals were fucking dying. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I'll tell you something right now. I researched that vaccine hardcore. I research that hardcore, like, I mean, look at in science books and shit like this. What they're calling a vaccine, or the, the Moderna one especially, is not even a true vaccine. It's it, Even on their own website, they call it a platform. What yeah. the mRNA does is it fucking stimulates, they inject you without a vaccine with a tiny little piece of the spiked protein uh, on, of the virus, not the whole virus. So that basically what happens is your, your fight cells develop and they will attack that. But then, when it's not there, within six months, maybe a year, your body is going to start turning on you, you know? And all the additives they're putting in the vaccine, so many people have died at, directly after receiving the vaccine. They're hiding the numbers. But, okay, I, I talked to Carlson. He said it's 4,000 a month. 4,000 a month. 4,000 people a month dying, and that's probably underreported. Give yeah. me a fucking break. People are going blind. People are going sterile. Yeah. I mean, who you knows? Know, who knows what the fuck's going to happen? There, this is. There's never been a situation where they've done live human testing before. Like, you know, like if you believe yeah. in the system, then that you know, then you like if if you're. I'm not. I'm. I'm just saying. If you're a person that believes in the system, then you must believe that the FDA is there for a reason. Now, if these vaccines have got pushed through without FDA approval and we're in live human testing, where you're not seeing any safety data from the animal footage, like why would you take like? It's cool. It's crazy. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's cool. It's cool. They want to call the population. I'll send you the email before we hang up. Yeah. Or I might have it now already, but I'll send you a document called the Committee of Three Hundred. Okay. Yeah, and I've heard of this. Is a fuck, it's a fucking tome. All right. I'm telling you, it's a tome. It's going to be hard to get through. But what it does, basically, the consensus is one whistleblower dude who was very, very, very high up. Names, names, names at all. But the, but the overall objective is they don't want. By they, I mean the bloodlines, the elite. They consider normal people to be useless breeders yeah. and useless eaters and a waste. And basically, unless we can work for them somewhere on a planet or in their underground base or as sex slaves or whatever it is, then they just want to kill us. They want it. They don't even care if half the country's wiped out as long as they have the breadbasket to feed the elite. They do not want us to succeed. And now we're really seeing it in action with the open border. Because they're globalists. They want one world government and they oh, want yeah. one yeah. world wage. Yep. Mr. Klaus Schwab, Mr. Klaus Schwab, the engineer behind the Great Reset. Okay, uh, one of my songs on Sacred, I was talking about, you know, conspiracy song is called uh, 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 God. I might not be a thing of it right now because I'm so excited. But I'm talking about the, and the Golden Bull will arise. The Golden Bull is like, you know, is is Baal. You know, is is the, yeah. is the bad guy. You know, and yeah. fucking Klaus Schwab shows up talking about the Great Reset. You know, trying to paint it as a green thing and all this crap. You know, all right. Well, look, I, I've had a picture of him in his uh, ceremonial, satanic uh, leadership robes behind a podium, and he's got the fucking gold bull. It's like, 
one of the patches on his fucking uh on his uh his regalia cut. <laughs> yeah. on his cut yeah 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 well it's crazy yeah, man. You know, it's you know, even to get back to even more basic things that you got all these guys uh who are world leaders and gals but i know actually it's just guys going to uh go see the uh the the, the moloch shit you know what i mean yeah and fucking and, and uh mock sacrifices and it's like yeah you got fucking well when it was president bush you know like you got yeah, world leaders. All there. of them. Like, what the fuck all are they doing? I, That's some weird shit. Like, and you know, like it, I said, it's I, a playground for the old homos, man. It's, yeah. all, it's a pedophile playground. People just abuse them all the time. Like, you know, they bust in, like, you know, they bust in kids that have no fucking, uh, uh, that people can't trace them, you know, orphans and shit like that. I mean, it's fucking heavy duty, ugly, bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, you know, that whole scene, man. I know. Well, you the, know, that the, whole scene, like, they they really did like you know I know it's with that stuff it's a, it's a little tough to prove but then there's been like male prostitutes that have come out and said like yeah like we get shipped yeah. over there and stuff like you yeah. know that have, that have put stuff on record. Um, yeah, anyway. Alex Jones' video when he stuck in the Grove is pretty insane. Yeah, you can hear you can hear like you know there's a loudspeaker system in Moloch and you can see they all file past Moloch. They've got something written on a piece of paper as they file past they throw it in the fire in the burner there. You can hear something on the loudspeaker, you know, something played, and, and allegedly it is a human sacrifice. But listen, if you want to see something really weird, I don't know if you've seen this yet or not, but, okay, CERN, for example. CERN is where they're doing the particle collider in Switzerland, right? Yeah. Well, when they fucking goddamn initiated that place and had the initial party for it, they had the most bizarre, sickening, Illuminati, like, globalist party that I've ever seen with all these weird dancers simulating Workers being subjugated and all kinds of wild shit. Okay, but honest, there's a certain video where basically there's a big CERN is like an enclosed, totally you know enclosed thing. You can't get in there. It's top secret. Yeah. Well, it's not top secret, but it's like you know it's a it's a gated community of yeah. fucking heavy duty scientists. Like, right? There's a statue, a big statue of Kali on one of the grounds. Okay, a video surfaced a couple years ago about what I do believe. You got to use your gut, man, to see. Yeah. You know, you see how much stomach shit what you read. You have to use your gut. You have to trust your instincts of what you believe or don't believe. Okay, there's a video where they allegedly sacrificed this chick in front of certain. It happens real quick, pretty grainy. But man, I believe it really happened. You can check that out. There's people debunking, but if you go to like CERN, human sacrifice or whatever, and there's a couple different ones. Check that out. You tell me what you think next time because it's just out of curiosity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's so much weird shit like, out there, man. Yeah, it, so it, much weird shit, you know. And yeah. some of it, it's like you said, you like your gut visceral reaction is just like there's some shit that's just so fucking wrong and fucking weird and like yeah. unhuman, like you know what I mean. And it's like, and it's sad, you know what I mean, because like some of these motherfuckers, like a lot of these motherfuckers are in fuck high positions of fucking power, you know what I mean. And it's like, yeah, it's just it's fucking uh, it's fucking horrible, you know. They're, they're untouchable. They know they're untouchable. You know, it's yeah, like they own yeah. the story. I mean, you know, hey, you gotta get rid of the body. You know, you don't have to put your paper in a plastic bag and weigh it down, and you take it to the crematorium that you own. You know, it's like they've got it down to science. And I think that, as far as like you know, the, the political thing goes, like I think it's all theater. Okay, I think yeah. it's all theater. Right? I lean a little bit. If I would would have to choose, I would lean a little bit more towards the libertarian side because that's how I, I think, am. You know, I yeah, but you know, I don't one hundred percent agree with all the libertarian stuff. But if I had to choose right. one, that's the one where I'm most in agreement with. Absolutely. Right. I mean, it, it's pretty much all theater, I think. I yeah. mean, you know, people say, oh, well, Donald Trump, you know, but, you know, I've seen Donald Trump with the fucking Jesuits, the main Jesuits, leaning down talking to Trump, and he's got this big crucifix necklace on, 
but it ain't Jesus on the cross. It's a wing. Uh, uh, it's Lucifer. You know, I mean, the Jesuits is like the armed wing of for the papacy, and the papacy is obviously fucking the devil. But you know that kind of shit. So you know, yeah. I, I don't get it. There's too many mixed signals, you know. And know. the thing about it is, though, the thing about it is, though, that it's you know they switch they switch sides. Like the left is now the new right, and you know they all do everything. What they complain about, they did. The one party did. The other party did last election. It's like, yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. just because of the hypocrisy, man. And they just blood in their pockets, which is me, you know. Yeah, and and you know, even just you know, bring it down to earthly shit that you can look at, like the the it is exactly what you said. It's fucking theater. It's all WWE WWF fucking wrestling. Yeah, it's what That's it is right. because right. there's right. all this video. Like when you want to politicize something, right? So just take immigration. Whatever your stance is on immigration, when Obama was president, he was—he's the one who built those cages on the border. This video of him and Biden walking through them with those kids being detained in the cages on the border, and this yeah. video of Pelosi and all of them saying, "We need to secure the border. We need to build the wall." Blah 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 blah. And then Trump comes in, and now they're all against it. And it's—it's it's just like it's—it's it's wrestling. It's like there's a heel, and then there's a and there's a hero. And then it just switches. Yeah. Whoever's yeah. in power is, you know, like, and, you know, like all their political ideas just change because it's just to be the opposition for the theater to continue. You know, it's, it's right. Fucking right. Bananas, I, I do believe, I do believe that Trump was kind of the ex factor because I don't think he was really supposed to win. No, and no, no. Like, but, but I just mean like they were all like no, no, no. pro border and this you. and that. But then when he was in, now they're all anti border. But I know what you're saying. Like, yeah. I, I think Trump no, was like I a surprise for everybody. Like, the, people are like, oh shit, that really happened. Now what are we going to do? <laughs> and you know, a lot of people think, a lot of people think that that's what we need. But what happened was it turned, some, you know, the news is so controlled by, you know, the one party that they just turned. Uh, it's such a personal hatred thing. Like, I don't know one female that, well, there's, there's, there's some females that are, that are you know, for Trump. Yeah. But, you know, most people, even if they voted for Trump, you know, people, they don't like him. You know, there's something about him that rubs women wrong. Cause, you know, he, we know he was on Epstein Island. But, you know, fucking Biden is being, you know, in bed with the Chinese. What's worse? I don't know. Yeah. And, well, like, the, and, the, the you, too evil. and allegedly, yeah. whatever's on Hunter Biden's laptop is fucking way more horrible than fucking anything on Epstein's island. Right. You know what I mean? But you, you don't hear any of it. What about Cuomo? He was down. Yeah. Right? He had like 10 six accusing the shit, right? But then he said on the news, he said, yeah, if this pressure keeps up, then I know some shit about uh, uh, one of our leaders that's a baby raper. When he said that, it all went away. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is high level fucking Luciferian uh, type shit, you know. It's like I say, man, you know, it's like I'm not agnostic. I believe in a higher power. I believe, like, in the spark of life, but I don't believe, like, you know, God is like an old man sitting there in a chair, blah, blah, blah. Sure, yeah. Why would it be Why would it be a man? Why would it, you know, whatever it is, I believe, like, the spark of life, you know. But I do believe that we were, we are most likely DNA, products of DNA manipulation. You know, we would be really arrogant to think that we are. Uh, the smartest motherfuckers, you know, in the, in the yeah. whole existence. You know? Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We definitely yeah. don't gut we, it down. Like we, we're, we're definitely infants in, in learning and in, 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 uh, still in like adolescence of of uh, of that type of shit. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We got cool. We got cool machines, man. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but fucking yeah, dude. It's it's gonna be it's, it's wacky times, man. I I, I wonder what yeah. this year's gonna hold. You um just kind of bringing it back to music stuff. Like, do you got um? I know you got you, you, two obsessed records going. 
uh, do you have any yeah. b- any shows on the books yet? I know it's still yeah, kind of tough. That, that was, yeah, that was the second part of it. It looks like, well, as of right now, I'm hoping it doesn't change. We will be going out. Uh, the Obsessed will be going out on tour uh, right around the end of July. To get us out to the Ripple Festival, which is going to be on August 7th. And then, of course, I'm, I'm slated to play acoustic guitar at Psycho Pre-Party on August 19th. But we're gonna uh, we're gonna do tour with the Skull, and uh, you know uh, the Skull, which you know sort of trouble, yeah. you know trouble offshoot. Yep. And uh, yeah, so that's gonna go. That's gonna be happening at the end of July, running into um, into August. And, wh- and so is, that, is, that, is that states or is that overseas? That is just United States. I'm sorry, United oh, okay. States. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. And then I think that I hope God is released record. I think their record release party is in Louisiana somewhere in September. And I don't think our bass player is going to be able to do that. Remember, we're going to do that. I thought you were going to do the So the Obsessed is going to do a bunch of electric shows, you know, small string in the stage. And then I'm going to play acoustic at uh, uh, Psycho. Nice. And um, I'm, I'm hoping we can put, I mean, I'm really hoping we can put the West Coast with the electric band. And, you know, this talk is South America. I think we're going to jump right after that. We're going to go out to South America and play with Alexis. Yeah. That's, that's been my dream come true. We were supposed to go. Last August, it was all booked, and you know the COVID thing totally fucking yeah. over. But here's the thing: here's the thing. These motherfuckers are trying to get me to get a fucking health passport by getting vaccinated. I'm not that mm. I didn't have vaccinations. Are you fucking kidding me? So uh, you know. Well, yeah. I'm sure that there's ways to get around that. Yeah, yeah. It's fucking <laughs> yeah. It's crazy, man. And 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 um, yeah. But dude, yeah, it sucks because South America. I mean, if somebody wants to be vaccinated, that's cool. You know. Yeah, no, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, it, I don't tell anybody anything, but I did the research, and I. Yeah. The end of the day, my take on it is: we're adults. Adults should be able to make their own decision. I try and I just try and make counterpoints to the mainstream narrative, just to get people thinking. I'm not trying to convince anybody of one thing or the other. I'm just saying, hey, think about it this yeah. way before you fucking agree to get this fucking in you. Like, know more about what you get into. Right. You know, that's it. And you're probably gonna get labeled as anti-vaccine. You know, probably. I know. I'm gonna be I, like, I, oh, yeah. you get vaccination just to pass the box. You know what I mean? What it's a, all about yeah. choices. Devices. End of the day, dude. What do I care, man? Like, I like. I'm not trying to do anybody wrong. I'm not trying to do any dirt, anything dirty. I'm just trying to get people to think. And and uh, and so if if the, if people want to label and me, you whatever. You will be successful, man. You will be successful, and you will be okay. You know why? Because the truth. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> if you're in a fist fight, for example, if you're in a fist fight, if you don't start that fist fight, if somebody fucks with you and says something to you and starts to fight with you, your chances of winning that fight are way greater. Then if you start, you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 exactly. Absolutely, no gas. Yeah, so, it's funny that you say that um, because ingrained in me from a child was like my father. Like I grew up with my father. I didn't grow up with my mother. Like I, I my father got full custody at five. And the first day okay. I was going on a school bus, I still remember this like 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 nothing. Like 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 it was yesterday. The kindergarten. I'm getting on the bus and he goes, "Look," he's like. There's going to be idiots in the world. He's like, if anyone starts with you, like, he's like, he's like, but you're not going to be one of them is what he said. He's like, if I find out you're starting trouble and you're bothering kids and you're starting fights, I'm going to smack the shit out of you. He didn't say it like that, but he probably did no, actually. Did. You know what I mean? He probably did say it yeah, just like yeah. that. He goes, but if I find out some kids are messing with you and you don't stand up for yourself and fight back, I'm going to smack the shit out of you. You know what I mean? So it was like, I always learned that from like from a young age, like, you know, don't start trouble, but, but don't back down from it. And, um, you know, obviously when my wilder years, I used that, 
a little little less you know i'd try and maybe goad people into starting a fight with me <laughs> but uh, yeah you know you know young you know teenagers we shit. all got your transgressions man. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 i'll own it i'll own my bullshit but most yeah. of the fights i've ever been in i can i can say like wasn't me being the aggressor it was me being wronged or someone laying hands on me first and yeah you know it's just so i never felt bad sure. i mean i've only had my ass kicked uh uh like really kicked hard like I think once, and that's because uh, we had some road rage. The dude fucking all of a sudden pissed me off, and he he parked his car and ran away. And I ran, I ran after him. When I turned my back to him, started walking back, he ran up behind me and ran in front of me. Then yeah. after that, I was his punching bag, and I had my knife in my pocket the whole time. And I was, you know, but you know what? I, it wasn't worth it, man. It wasn't worth it. I took my lumps. You know, I should have known better, and that was just the way it is. But I, you know, it is what it is. I mean, people, yeah. you know. My, my my position on violence is like um, um, I don't like it, no. uh, especially when it's misguided. But you know, sometimes it's always going to understand. It's unfortunate, but it's always on the table usually, right? Yeah, no, it's, I'm the same way. I, I I don't I don't I don't want it. I avoid it. But sometimes it's uh it's unavoidable. And and I mean, look at the stuff. You know, and that's like you know, my girlfriend. She she just went into the store just now. But I mean, when I first met her, she was uh, I mean a hardcore pacifist, like so pacifist, like. You know, and I said, my point to her was, look, if they come in here, the brown shirts come here someday and try to drag me away or, or try to kill me or something like that, would you say, are you just going to let them, would you just let that happen? If, you know, if your sister's baby and your baby said, they came in to take him away, what are you going to do, you know? Yeah. And, you know, slowly, but she, she sees that point clearly. And, uh, you know, I, I definitely, you know, unfortunately, you know, I, some, you know, there's been occasions when I haven't been the best, you know, I haven't acted the best or been the best example that I could have been. But, you know, man, I'm always trying to be better, and I think, you know, I'm always trying to learn. And, you know, the most important thing is, like, be passionate about what you believe in and do the research, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and just and just remain open and, and just try and be better. That's, is, is like you said. And you like, try to be better, man. We're all human. That's right. Yeah, and we, I want to ask you, what, what do I call you, actually? What do you like to be called? What's that? What do you like to be called? I mean, you know, name-wise. Yeah, just, I mean, just truth. Truth is fine. Truth. Is yeah. that your real name? Is that your given name? No, 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 no. That's nickname I've had. I don't even since f I can't even remember. <laughs> okay, cool. All right, all right. yeah, yeah. Because hey, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, is it real super cool or that, or I don't know. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, no. Dude, I love superhero. I love superhero nicknames. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But fuck yeah, man. Well, dude, like um. We we gotta we gotta do this again. We're like this, like next time we got. I feel we gotta do one in person. Like you know what I mean? Because it's like dude, I, I know you're I on the road. To. I know you're on the road and you, you you're trying to make time and fucking. Dude, it, it, yeah, when I'm back to mass, it's only fucking dude. It's only like two hours for me. It's like we drove to mass the other day to get somebody money. He bought yeah. up on our side. So it's like I would love to come see you, come to your shop and hang out. Absolutely. I'm gonna buy a pair of gloves, gloves too. Yeah, man, we, we we might gotta build. We might have to build that shovel head for your for, for your drummer there. You know, Dude, uh, I would love to do that. You know, it's like um, uh, that would be that would be a fantastic thing to get into. It might be in the project. It might be a slow grow project. That's okay, but you know, we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah. There's no. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. I can already tell you the man. I can already tell you the name of the mic. I already know. <laughs> yeah. Well, fuck yeah, man. But let, let's uh, let me. I'm gonna let you get on the road here. But this was a fucking right. great talk. Like when we do one in person, dude. Like, cause you know. I, it's like we'll be. I don't know. Like I love doing them. In, in we'll person. be in our element. We will be. We will be in our element, man. Yeah. You know, and, I'll, and I'll, I'll probably be uh, late. You know, 
potlatch thing, you know? Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> and dude, the, the crazy thing is if, if you come here and do it at the shop, like I'm literally sitting at one of my motorcycle lifts with my shit set up on that. That's that's where we do it, right in the shop. Like it's not like I don't have a studio and none of that shit, you know what I mean? Or, like, yeah, But it's it. pretty mobile. Or I'll come out to the Catskills, dude, and we'll fucking we'll ride and do fucking mountain shit, you know what I mean? Fucking, Absolutely. <laughs> I'll get a little generator. <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll film this. We'll we'll uh, we'll we'll record one on the on the on the mountaintop. Like we're we're looking at the fucking Planet X. Dude. Why not? <laughs> Why not? That's what that's what Like I say, you know, you want to get out? If you want to get out of the city, or we're just going to the city. But if you want to get out my way, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, literally. We are, uh, it's about like three hours from each other, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I, I, and I'm, I'm upstate all the time. I got a lot of brothers in Albany that I go see and, uh, and all over the place. Oh, me over too. There. Yeah. Cool, so, cool. Well, fuck yeah, well, man. Well, we will cross paths. Yeah, but before you go, like, um, give some, uh, so if people want to find out more about what you got going on, because I, I want people to go to your site because you're doing some rad artwork that you're, you're selling, like, personalized artwork and shit. And I know yeah, that's yeah. a good way to help people during this time when, when bands can't, like, when bands can't tour and stuff, like to help artists, you know, buy some of Wino's artwork, you know, buy, buy yeah, okay, merch, yeah. and band merch, buy fucking band music. Don't, don't just listen yeah. to it on Spotify, like fucking buy a CD or yeah, a fucking yeah. vinyl but, dude or whatever, you know, fucking, uh, let, let's, okay, let's, I'll, I'll give a little, I'll get, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, give out the hundred right now. All right. Yeah. Uh, my, my art site is called wino com. Yep, and uh, that's where some of our work in, uh, you know, I paint and I draw, and the sculpture will be sculptures on there. I also make jewelry. I like to make kind of more of a style, you know, necklace. But I've had some commissions lately that have been everything's going really good with that. I'm really lucky to have that, and I'm I'm excited to people like the art. And then nice. we also have a Patreon site, which is uh, you know, www.patreon.com/slash/theobsessed. Yep, and. Uh, you know, you can get this, you know, it's a fan site where you buy, uh, you know, you buy subscriptions. And we do our best to, to put content on there. Um, we're doing all kinds of stuff. I do a little skit, uh, a pretty radical little skit. With one, the little thing <laughs> I have is like a biker and kind of, and literally kind of a fuck up. And uh, that's been getting a lot of, you know, people dig that. And we try to do as much as we can. We, we put the content out there. And it seems like it's good music, man. I know that's what people really want. So uh, we try to do that. And eventually, you know, I think that everybody, not just Patreon people can have the music, so I'm entertaining the idea right now, but maybe trying to maybe start a light label because I got some of my other titles. Yeah. But in the meantime, Hankenstein Records, the drummer Saint Vitus, uh, Henry Vasquez, he's got a label called Hankenstein Records. He's going to be repumping some Spirit Caravan stuff, nice. and uh, and and all that. So Hankenstein Records, Wino-Dash.com, and my Patreon site, which is uh, Patreon slash Success. And and we'll I'll have all this in the show notes. So if uh, if 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 you listeners forget it, you can always just go check the show notes, and there'll be a link to all of this. So you yeah, can, so yeah. You can so they'll out. be up really soon. We're, we're like five ten, like all the dates right now. Which is pretty much as I understand it, it's going to be the effects and the skull coming together. I think we're going to alternate headlining, and I think basically it's going to be from the end of July, probably into mid August. Nice. Yeah, in the United States. United States mainly, uh, mainly. Uh, I would have to. Say, I don't think we're doing any West Coast shows. I'm really pushing for it. Yeah, you, uh, I mean, to, you're gonna have to do some of the more just like open free states right now. Like that's probably really the options, right? We're making our way to Texas. You know, yeah. so that's, you, know you never know. I mean, it's great places to play, but you know, we can also be kind of dicey at this time. We'll see. We'll see what's happening. And, you know, it's been a little while, so we'll see. The last time we did was with uh, today's the day. We didn't even get a chance to do the uh, second of the because of COVID. Yeah. You know? 
But uh, and you're, now we're going to South America, and then we're going to Mexico. So that's really, really good news. So yeah, fuck hopefully yeah, South America in September. You guys must kill in South America because it, it's such We've a big... We've never been there. Oh, so you, oh, what a fucking, yeah, dude, oh, yeah. you guys are going to slay wait. down there, dude. They fucking love it. They, and I know I, they do. Everyone I, I know that's in people. a, yeah, everyone I know that's in a band that's played down there says, you've never seen a crowd, like, be so appreciative and sing along with everything and know, know what they're fucking listening to. And, yeah, and, and yeah dude, you guys are going to slay down it's there. It's my dream, man. It's my dream. You know, we were supposed to do it last August. It didn't happen, but it's still going to happen. That's my dream, really, to play South America. It's always been one of my dreams. And you know Mexico is off the hook. Oh, cool. dude, I we love Mexico. We played Mexico last year right before COVID, and it was like unbelievably great. I mean, again, thousands of people. I mean, so we're going to do South America and Mexico with any luck. We'll yeah. keep our fingers crossed for whatever you do. You know, absolutely, man. And 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 hopefully, you know, this starts to be some more free travel going on, and we can get more bands coming to. In, to your state, so people can start going to shows again. And I'm just telling motherfuckers now, like there was a year and a half where no one did shit. If if shows are coming to your fucking town, go to the fucking show and support. You know what I mean? That's Stop being right. scared, That's dude. Right. There's nothing to be scared of. You know, wear your mask, get your vaccine if you're scared, because you know whatever. You know what I mean? Do what you got to yeah. do, but yep. get out there because you know you can't live under thumb forever, dude. Like it's enough's enough. You know what I mean? It's fucking crazy. That, that's right. And you know who knows? Who knows? This could, you know, it might not be the last run. I sure hope it ain't. Yeah. But hey, who knows? Yeah, who, who knows? knows? Next, yeah. next year, we super, need to, super we COVID. We need people to get out and really support it because that's the only way anything's going to get done positive anyway. You know? Yeah. And, you know, the, people the, to come together. the craziest thing about this whole thing is the perspective I try to keep and show because, like, at the end of the day, the government's not your parent. Right, like you're an adult, you make a decision. Like, the, the, no businesses should have been shut down during this. Like, this was no way. This was no business should have been shut. Forty percent of all U.S. small businesses are permanently out of business for this. Like, but if you work at Walmart and you work at some place, you might not care about that. But you, at some day, it's gonna bite all of us on the ass. Like, you know, and it, it's oh, coming. That yeah. day of reckoning is coming, dude. Like, we can't sustain yeah. like uh, infinite like three quarters of the population being on fucking unemployment for a year and a half. Like the country cannot sustain that. And I'm not coming from like a heartless it. place. Like, like it's like, no, you know all about it. Our economy is on for the house of cards anyway. You absolutely. Know? No gold to back. No gold yeah. back at the turkey. I mean, you know, yeah. But, and you know, the thing is we're already seeing it. Like one of my favorite bars in Chicago has become, yeah. Uh, didn't the Middle East, didn't fucking, did the Middle East shut down? So, the maybe mi- it was a no, 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 the, the Middle East is for sale. And, um, but it's not, well, it shut down like, you know, during the the shutdowns, but like they're, um, but they're gonna, they're still going to have shows again, but the, but the building is for sale. So if it sells, then who knows what's going to happen? You know what I mean? But the building is for sale undoubtedly because nobody ever gets squeezed out. The thing about it is what the thing that I'm understanding is that with the moratorium on people paying rent, okay, that's nice if you're paying rent, I guess. But the bottom line is they're not taking into account the people who own the buildings. Yeah. They're people with families too. So when those buildings get when those when that person can't pay for those buildings, the government is going to take those buildings. It's really uh, it's like a multifaceted fuckery is what yeah, it is. Yeah, they grab the, the, yeah. They're poisoning the air, so Maltrato's got the only seeds. Yeah. They're like grabbing all the fucking land. You know, Bill Gates is like the largest landholder in the U.S. right now. Yeah. Farm. It's, uh, it's, I've said the same thing, dude. It's a big resource grab, and it's basically war on what's left of the middle class, man. That's like literally economic warfare yeah. on the middle class, man, because, you know, the elite are fine. 
the elite are fine yeah. and, and the, the yeah. bottom of the barrel, like I'm not saying the bottom of the barrel, but the poorest people like haven't been affected as much by this. They're actually probably doing better, you know what I mean, from getting more government yeah. support now. Than, yeah. And I'm not saying that out of a place of judgment or ignorance. I'm just trying to state facts. But like it's, this is yeah. whole thing's been a war in the middle class dude, to try and fucking – drive a nail in what's left of it. You know what I mean? I, 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 yeah, that's right. Right. They're warring on us. They're warring on us. You know, like, it's just my personal opinion. Yeah. Uh, my personal opinion. They're warring on us. I think we need to war back. And that's, that, and that's bottom line. I mean, yeah. Whether it's psychological, uh, is always better. Yeah, sure. Then, then physical, kinetic energy is all, you know, uh, psychological energy is always better, you yeah. know, to, uh, to win you, to win a war, to win your point or to get what you need. But man, it's gonna get you know. We need to fucking start doing something. People got to get together, and people got to put aside the differences. They got to love one another more, and we got to fucking stand up, or else we're gonna be gone. Yeah, I'm just gonna say enough's enough, man. Like, like you know, that's it. Like, enough is enough. Like, all right, we're done. It's the truth, man. It's the big truth. That's the big yeah, truth. Yeah. It's all about love. It's all about love, man. You know? yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, they don't love us. You know, people. The hardest thing about people is most people. You know. And, and uh, I understand. I mean, understandably so. They don't realize that our government isn't trying to help us. They're actually trying to. All you got to do is go back to Trailer Tears. Fuck, yeah. we bombed. We bombed Philippines back into the Stone Age from ships. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you know, there's so much evidence out there, but they make life so hard that you forget about these little things. Sure. Like you forget about that nine one one was a fucking controlled demolition. You forget about the fact that. You know, we we shelled Philippines into the, into the Stone Age. Forget about that shit because you're too busy trying to feed your fucking family. Yeah, you're, you're too distracted. You're, every every everyone I know is working like one or two jobs, and it's not like the old days where like where there was like one breadwinner that was supporting a family of four. It's not now both parents are working one or two jobs yeah. and fucking trying to figure out daycare and trying to figure out this and yeah. how to pay all these taxes and do this and that and just navigate through life. So you, you when you have a second, you just want a second of peace, like and not, and not have to think yeah. about anything. And you, you don't think that's a brand. Right. You don't think that's the that's the that was the move, dude. That's gangster shit, dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it is total gangster shit, dude. You know, and the bottom line, those are the people, you know, the echelon gangsters, like the Great Reset and all that shit. People are buying into that shit and say, oh, it's green, it's ecological, and all this bullshit. That's a crock of shit, dude. Yeah. Their main objective is to fucking kill the population and uh, have uh, more for themselves. And one of the reasons is, you know, people say, oh, why would they do that? You know, you can't take it with you when you die. They figured out. They know. They figured out how to extend their lives. Yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, the crazy thing is, is like, you know, and this sounds horrible. Like, I'm not against fucking decreasing the population. I, I don't mean it by doing it like bad means. Like, there is a lot of people. Like, you know, like at a certain point, yeah, the yeah, Earth, yeah. Earth can only sustain yep. so many people. But my objective is out of concern for you know the Earth and humanity, not not to further my own profits and my old, my old stranglehold on fucking the, on the people. Like, cause I have no stranglehold on anybody. You know what I mean? I'm fucking right, struggling yeah. like everybody else. Like, like I don't right, have an end yeah. game. That's personal gain for me. It's just, it's more benevolence towards the, the, you know, our, all of our futures. You know what I mean? Like, I, you yeah, know, dude, I, I dig your trip, man. I dig your trip a lot. I think you're on, I, dude, I'm so glad we got a chance to hook up. Absolutely. I, I do want you, I do want you to, 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 if I can ask you to just check out this one thing, Go to YouTube and check out. Uh, it's the Hopi story of uh, of the red and blue kachina. Yes, I, and dude, I, 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 I live. I live. Your res- it'll resonate with you, and uh, you know, it's coming from the Hopis from. The- yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely, dude. Uh, and uh, you, uh, 
I, that's like we'll get into it. We'll get into it on the next one. I'll talk to you a little bit more about my Arizona experiences, especially shit out on the Navajo reservation and whatnot. Dude. Oh like that. yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, dude, we'll, we'll we'll get into some shit on that, or or, or we'll or we'll be by a campfire and talk about that shit, man, because it's fucking craziness, man. It's you know, the motherfuckers are in touch with some shit. You know what I mean? Like for sure. Yeah, I know, and I, I know they are, and that's weird. That's a really intense place out there. You know, I tell you what, when we meet face to face, maybe we'll make a little video or something like that. We can. We can that way. We can uh, you know, we can, or something. Whatever. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, just want, I just want to make you talk and look at your bikes, man. I'll, I'm so happy to do that. You know, but I'll bring you some music. I'll bring you a copy, a couple copies of my new record, and yeah. uh, we'll forever go on my kids' record and stuff. Fuck yeah, all man. right, cool, brother. Well, we'll 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 continue talking, man, and uh, and I'll put all the links in the in the um in the the show notes so everyone uh go out and support for sure, and uh, we'll talk soon, man. I appreciate you coming on today, man. Dude, I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. Absolutely.